down. Yeah, just a confusion back there. It's a classic combination. Wings 94-3 and Auburn High School football. It's a rollout and looking for a throwback and it's there and give him six. Touchdown, Tiger. Puts his foot in the ground, dives for the end zone. Give him six. Oh, cuts back inside. Let's go. Gets free and he's going to score. AHS football on Wings 94.3 is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Now, the voice of Auburn High football, Scott Bagwell. Hello, everybody, from Legion Field as the number three team in 7A. The Auburn Tigers come to take on the number one team and the defending state champions in 5A, the Ramsey Rams. And we are at historic Legion Field. It is old, 96 years old. The first game played here in 1927. And Auburn would play later in that year uh, as, as Auburn was one of the reasons this place was built, along with the other Birmingham schools in Alabama. And, and Auburn High School comes here to play here tonight, and they will look to go to 5-1 and one and continue their run of good play that they've had in the last couple of weeks. Got a big win at Dothan after the shocking loss to Enterprise. Played the two Montgomery schools, uh, Jag and Percy Julian, played well in stretches there, but this is a different stretch here, and this is a different game. Ramsey is going to be a great test and a great litmus test to see where Auburn stacks up as they look at Opelika next week and Central in a couple of weeks. This is a Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, and when we come back we will have keys to the game as the Russell Building Countdown to Kickoff brought to you by the Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience some knowledge, experience some knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center will continue after this. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Blood Mobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. 
It's Auburn High Game Night on Wings 94.3. And this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Scott Bagwell here, joined by Jack Hudden. And we are at the Old Gray Lady Legion Field here in Birmingham, Alabama, for Auburn and Ramsey in what is a top – Technically, it's a top three matchup just between 7A and 5A, but don't let the 5A fool you. Ramsey is a very, very, very good football team. Now let's take a look at tonight's keys to the game presented by Googe Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. And we'll start with Jack. Jack, what do you got? Hey, man. Yeah, good to be here at the old gray lady that is um, Legion Field in Birmingham. Excited to call this one tonight. You know, I think, Scott, what I'm looking for tonight, this Auburn defense has been very good in the secondary, and I think I'm looking for these safeties. A little bit younger, not quite as much experience as you've had in previous years in that backfield. And so what do they look like against a Ramsey team that you and I have talked about this? Very talented, got a lot of athleticism in that wide receiver core. They're going to throw the ball deep. Can those safeties and Davis Smith, Jackson Mills, can those guys get back and cover deep um, when if when there's bound to be some busted coverages every now and again? So um, what are the safeties going to be like? I think that deep Auburn secondary, I'm looking for a, a, a nice game from them of limiting the big plays. Yeah, you look at that Auburn secondary against Hoover, 13 of 32, horrible completion percentage from a defensive standpoint. 196 yards, a couple of big plays in the passing game, no touchdowns, two interceptions, and then Auburn's run a stretch of not passing offenses. Enterprise, two for six, negative three yards. Dothan, three for seven for 67 yards and a pick. Uh, Jag went uh, one for four for four yards. They did not have a quarterback in that game. And then Percy Julian, 15 to 32, a bunch of bubbles and RPOs, quick passing game in that one for 90 yards and an interception. That's not going to be the case here tonight as um, as I went to look at my uh, – I went to look at my roster, and that would be Percy Julian um, <laughs> because I know for a fact that Bryson McGrew is uh, is is not the quarterback for the Ramsey Rams. Yeah, that, you're right, and I think Percy Julian and what some of those other teams kind of bought Auburn there was maybe not a lull necessarily, but you start getting into creeping up on the line. You're getting a lot of those bubbles. You're getting a lot of kind of close to the line of scrimmage stuff, and so it's going to look a little bit different tonight, I think, for this Auburn team. Well, I tell you what, uh, the quarterback is Cameron Keene in 6'4", 215, a junior. He can spin it. We saw it last year. He hit some big plays against Auburn. He's going to be the best quarterback the Tigers have played to this point, and he's going to be on par with the quarterbacks that Auburn's going to play in the next two weeks in, uh, in Gagliano at Opelika and then the new quarterback at Central as well. He is very, very talented. They will take their shots. How does Jackson Mills and Davis Smith, who played great in the run game, how are they going to play in the passing game? It's going to be a big part of this game. And for me, it's the offensive line. The offensive line has started to really figure some things out. Uh, you know, you look at the running game, Auburn averaged 3.2 and 3.9 yards per carry in the first two games of the year against Hoover and Enterprise. At Dothan, six yards a carry, about five and a half against Jag, and over five and a half against Percy Julian. Uh, 233 yards a week ago, the highest of the season, and also Auburn has protected the quarterback a good bit. Uh, last week had a couple of deep deep balls that Auburn threw that Auburn was able to complete. Uh, but I think for Auburn to have a chance, and really you want to talk about letting the secondary breathe, the line's got to win, get, and that's the offense and on defensive, get after the quarterback. Auburn, uh, you know, the sacks, they have nine on the year, but – they had a good bit against Hoover, not nearly as meant as as much since then. 
Uh, Caleb Pitts, Deuce White, Auburn needs to get after the quarterback here tonight as well. Yeah, there was definitely a huge swing in the pressure that they were getting in the first part of the season and not so much here in the last few weeks. And so I don't know if it's necessarily something that they're doing any different. It's just that they've got to be able to adapt. They've got to be able to trust when you're rushing four at the line of scrimmage, yeah. being able to get to the quarterback. It's going to be important against a really good one tonight. Well, the other thing is if Auburn can't get there with four, they're going to bring more. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that from head coach Scott Goolsby and speaking uh, or defense coordinator Scott Goolsby. He was not happy with the performance from last week. We'll see how they take the field. I expect that Auburn defense to have an edge about them. That's going to wrap up uh, tonight's Keys to the Game presented by Googe Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at googecenter.auburn.edu. On the other side of this break here on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, Jack Hudden will tell you what's going on around the region and what's going on around the state here as it starts to feel like fall here as October is just around the corner as uh, as it's 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 officially yeah, fall, a little but now, chill in the air now. But now it's there? starting to feel like fall. We'll be right back after this. This is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. Now, more of the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff on your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. Birmingham, Alabama is the site, the Iron City, and we're at Legion Field. The old gray lady, about 96 years old, staring down on a field about 120 yards long, a little bit further than that, getting ready for Auburn High, taking on the Ramsey High School Rams, and this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff brought to you by Russell Do It Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Very quickly, let's take you through the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard tonight as we look around the region first, and we'll get into a couple more games going on statewide here. As we look at this uh, top-down First of these region games tonight, again, nobody in the region playing against someone else in the region. However, the big one that you're looking at tonight, that Dothan-Baker game going on down south. Dothan at 4-1, and one, Baker at 5-0. and oh. Remember, very important, these records against teams, these records that have teams against others outside of your region at the end of the year. Auburn's only played Hoover so far, and that's only one win for an opponent outside of that region. So, um, Auburn hoping for a Baker win there tonight. 
um, as you're looking down the list a little bit more, you got a couple other games in the region going on. Maybe not quite as much emphasis being put on those. Benjamin Russell heads to Smith Station. Carver Montgomery visits Percy Julian. Carver at four and one. Percy Julian at one and three. In the region outside of Stanhope Elmore traveling to Prattville. Looks like that's all that's happening tonight. Of course, you had the big one in high school football last night on ESPN2 outside of the region up here in this area, region three actually. Thompson and Clay Chalkville. Clay Chalkville comes in. Jalen Mbakwe take down the defending state champion in 7A, Thompson Warriors. Boy, that's a huge, that's a big win for that Clay Chalkville program. I don't know if you want to say it's a huge, huge upset because Clay Chalkville certainly a great team, but definitely an upset last night. Elsewhere in the state, you've got Mary Montgomery taking on Baldwin County. Muscle Shoals and James Clemens. Minor going to head up the road to Florence up top. Number one team in the nation, or <laughs> the nation, in the state, that is. Sarah Land going to get Foley down south. Austin and Grissom going to be battling it out. Oak Mountain and Briarwood Christian going on about 20 minutes from this site. Opelika heads to Theodore. That's a big one. Both teams three and two, but that Opelika squad, of course, Losses to the number one and two teams in the state in 7A, so probably better than that record may suggest. Elsewhere, you've got Huffman traveling to Hewitt Trustful. Davidson and Rain. Chelsea will get on the road to Pelham. Down south, Bryant headed to Robertsdale. And then you've got Mountain Brook and Hoover. Auburn certainly could use a couple of Hoover wins to bump up that total. Mountain Brook, a 4-1 and one team. That's a scrappy team that lost their first game of the year and has come back with four straight. Then finally, Austin and Gardendale and Spanish Fork against Daphne, that's a look at your high school scoreboard for the night on the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. Very quickly wanted to mention a couple college football games tomorrow. Of course, the big one in this area, it's the Auburn Tigers taking on the Georgia Bulldogs coming into town for the first time since, I guess, 2021. That would be Auburn trying to take down the number one Bulldogs, Georgia Again, last-ranked number one coming into Jordan-Hare Stadium in that 2021 competition. This is going to be the third time in four tries in Jordan-Hare in the last eight years that the Auburn Tigers take on a number one-ranked Georgia team. Certainly going to be a big one on the Plains tomorrow. If you don't already have tickets, I think I saw them going for about 150 to 200 bucks online, Scott. So uh, jump on those if, you, if, you're, if you're willing to pay that price. Um, elsewhere in the conference, of course, you got LSU and Ole Miss going on. Of course, LSU looking to try and continue that momentum after a couple of tough weeks going on the, uh, down there in Baton Rouge. And then you're also going to have kind of around the block here, and it looks like looks like we've gone dark here trying to pull this college football scoreboard back up for you. Looks like we've gone dark here, though, so we're going to go ahead and send it to break. This has been the Franklin Tire and Auto Scoreboard. Get you a couple more college football scores later on in the broadcast. All right now, let's go ahead and send you to break. We'll come back and have a conversation with Coach Keats Etheridge as we get you ready for Auburn and Ramsey here from Legion Field on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. And this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. We'll be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic.
Key Dependable Tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewards member. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. It's time for a pregame visit with Auburn High head coach, Keith Etheridge. Welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. Scott Bagwell here joined by head coach Keith Etheridge and coach. It's a non-region game, but it still is, is, a, is a big game because of, of tiebreakers and everything else. And the other thing is, is Ramsey Pretty's darn good. Uh, yeah. What are some of your thoughts coming into tonight's game? Just, you know, we have to keep the ball away from them. They're very, very explosive. You know, we got to keep them from making big plays. Um, you know, they got, you know, great players everywhere. You know, they're very athletic. You know, they're real active up front on defense, um, offense. You know, they love to run the run the zone, you know, get in there, run on counter stuff. Um, quarterback's got a big arm. You know, they love the little stand screens and the quick game with, with him because they got some athletes out there on the edge. If you let them get in space, you'll be in a lot of trouble. So we got to find those athletes, make sure we account for them, and just, you know, do the little things like not turn the ball over, you know, no pre-snap penalties, you know, just the little things like that that have helped us win so far. It's uh, it's kind of a, a change because you, you play Hoover game one. They threw yeah. the ball 30-plus times. And yeah. then Enterprise, they had negative passing yards. Dothan right. is very much anti-throw the right. ball forward. And then you played um, Jag and Percy Julian. Percy Julian yeah. threw a little bit more, but yeah. – you haven't faced an, an attack that's really going to be able to stretch the ball down the right. field, stretch horizontally. So now it's, it's going to be a big test for your back four and your backers yeah. in, in the pass coverage that, that they hadn't seen in, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And and those type of athletes. Right. Because they'll run right by you, mm-hmm. you know, like you're standing still. So we got to make sure that we keep the top on it, you know, make sure that we make them work and, you know, uh, we tackle in space and, you know, we don't give them those extra yards by missing tackles mm-hmm. and things like that because those guys will scoot out of a tackle, and if they get a crease, they're gone, yeah. you know. So and they play, They have played some really good teams this year, yeah. Parker, Pleasant Grove, you know, Hueytown. So they they played a pretty tough schedule. Yeah, and, and something I thought your safeties have done a great job at Jackson Mills and Davis Smith is being the last guy. Yeah, making that tackle that's a gain of 25 30 even though that's a big gain right you get to line up and play again right you miss that tackle it's a 65 yard touchdown absolutely 
And I thought, you know, the only kind of big play that, you, that you've had against you, Hoover hit a big one, that was a pass, it wasn't yeah. necessarily a catch and run. Um, those back two are going to be tested big time tonight. Yeah, and I think they'll do well. I, I really do. I think they're smart kids. You know, they're hardworking. They're the type of kids that if they make a mistake, I mean, you're, you're pretty sure they're making it 100 miles an yeah. hour. They're doing everything they can. You know, just good, hard nose, uh, just uh, high school, yeah. tough kids. Yeah. So, you know, I've been really proud of those two guys and how hard they've worked. And, and they're in the right spots, right. And, they, and they're working really hard. And then offensively, it's just another week to kind of continue developing yeah. this offense that the, the coaches and the players all had to adjust on on the fly in yeah. week three. And it's just another week to, to, to kind of continue go. We saw last week Henry Allen hits the big touchdown to Gibby for the mm-hmm. uh, early. It kind of, you know, sets the tone of, hey, you can't get it down there. You know, don't start putting eight, nine in the box. Right. But, uh, you know, it's just another week before the big two that are coming up to, to get this offense a little yeah. bit more uh, together. Yeah, yeah, and you you know, like I said, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a chance to play all three of those guys again tonight. Yeah. You know, get those tenth graders some experience too. Hen- Henry's doing a really good job. You know, we need him to play a lot yeah. because you know he's he's kind of played you know a quarter here, a quarter there, yeah. and you know just you know, and he's getting better. Right. You know. Um, He's getting better and better. You know, the more he's on the field, the better he's going to get. Yeah, and then uh, the other thing is I think it's a, it's a big – this game, you know, a lot of people say, well, play Hoover and Ramsey. Yeah. Two really good teams on top of playing a really good region. Yeah. But I think it's a good step from Jag and Percy Julian yeah. who are still trying to, to, to get that their programs back settled. Yeah. Like Ramsey who won a state title. And it sets you, gets you ready athletic-wise yeah. for the Opelika and Central that are coming up. Yeah, and they're the number one team in 5A. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're they are a really good football team. You know, they got their middle linebackers committed to Alabama. Yeah. You know, they've got, you know, the quarterback, six foot five, two ten. The running back is, you know, he's a D1 kid, MVP of the state championship game last year. You know, they got a lot of those defensive guys back from last year. 25 linebacker, he's very active. You know, um, secondary is really good. So, you know, we got receivers too. And uh, the kid that comes in, you know, the running backs too. Mm-hmm. The kid that comes in five that plays yeah. some quarterback too. He's more of a jitterbug. can really run the option and things like that well. And throws the ball pretty good. So, you know, they have a lot of weapons. We just got to find those guys and make sure that we account for them. And they're also really well coached. Yeah, they are well coached, you know. Coach does a great job with those guys, and I, you know, uh, me and him talked a lot during the off season and stuff. We was at a couple of clinics together. You know, they're just class guys over there. I think Quentin Reese helps mm-hmm. coach over there because yep. his son plays linebacker. You know, so they're going to be well coached. Yeah, and uh, we talked about it earlier, but we're in week six. It's the third time we've gotten on the bus for a two plus hour trip. Yeah, <laughs> it's been we've been some road warriors, <laughs> and you know we've been successful on the road. Yeah. so you know we got. We got to continue doing that, and luckily, you know, after this week, all of our things are going to be pretty, pretty close. Yeah. We'll be able to get to get to uh, the away games easy. I think we got, we'll have, uh, you know, Prattville at home. We'll, you know, we got, and then we got Smith and uh, and oh, Black on yeah. the road, uh, and then so, Central, at home. and then Central at home yeah. too. Yeah, so a um, couple home games, a couple road games. So we'll be 50-50, but yeah. it'll be close. It'll be close. Everything will be close. So. Um, and, and, and the other thing is, is you know, Ramsey's good, obviously. They won a state title last year, number one team in 5A. 
but you're also dealing with 17, 18 year old kids with right. Opelika looming next week and then right. Central. How do you make sure it's all eyes on the ramps? Well, we've talked about it. You know, we talked about not looking past anybody. You know, we've talked about, you know, and it's hard because those are two really big games, you know, and our kids, you know, circle those games on the calendar. But if you start looking past Ramsey, it's going to be a miserable two-hour ride home tonight, yep. you know, because they've got a really good football team. And, you know, you want to go in and win this game because you're talking about tiebreakers mm-hmm. and things like that and these, and these playoff pictures. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of things that can happen. Yep. You know, so you want to make sure that you take care of the, the non-region games because it could come down to that. Yep. And we, we, we did what we were supposed to do against Hoover. But, you know, the other teams in our region are winning their region games, games, games too. Yep. <laughs> so, because our region's so tough. Yep. I mean, you got really right now Central and Opelika sitting at the top of our region. Us, you know, Dothan Enterprise are all right there in the mix, Prattville. You know, so, you know, I think, you know, it's a, it's a fight right it there. Is. You know, there's only four spots. You, we have a nine-team region. We got five, six teams competing for those, you know, four spots. You know, Percy Julian, like you said, and JAG and Smith Station are trying to get their programs back on back on the road. So, um, you know, and Percy Julian's, I think, you know, and those guys are heading to the right. They made a heading. big step yeah. from last year to yeah, this they are. year. They are. So, yeah, well – Coach, if you go on the road and play well tonight and get a win, you might want to petition the state if we can go on two hours away for the rest of the year. <laughs> it seems like a two-hour bus ride has led to yeah. playing pretty good football. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of tough because we, you know, it's hard to find non Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, it just so happened that we played that game last year against Hoover. It's supposed to be our home game. We State called us and asked yeah. if we want to play in that kickoff classic, so we did that. So we kind of lost that home game. So we just want to make sure that we uh, – you know, and, and it puts us on the road yeah. for those two hours. And then, really, Ramsey, when we first originally talked about this game, it was going to be a two-year two, two year yeah. deal here, and we were going to pay them. But then we had to change that a little bit. Yeah, and you're not the only one. Central having played Hewitt, and I couldn't even tell you who their other non-region game is. Opelika playing Thompson, and then they're having to go on the road to Theodore. It's it's kind of the issue in this area where 7A schools trying to find teams that to, uh, to play. It's just been kind of a – kind of been, been a, a, a rough a rough a rough go of things to try to find those games but coach thanks for your time good luck tonight thank you brother appreciate it go Tigers that's it coach Keith Etheridge we come back we'll have more you're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic from day one back in 1907 Auburn Bank's mission has been clear to serve our community see businesses flourish and improve lives locally by making sound business decisions and responding with care every day. Today, we continue to fulfill our mission with a team of local, commercial, and consumer lenders who are ready to help meet your needs and goals. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, online at auburnbank.com. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. or Eagle. It's almost game time on your Auburn High School football station. Now, the Auburn Bank starting lineups. 
Back inside the old gray lady, Legion Field here in Birmingham, Alabama. And this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kick off. Brought to you by Russell Dewey Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Auburn and Ramsey on the docket tonight. And with that, let's run you through the starting lineups presented by Auburn Bank. Auburn Bank starting lineups tonight for the Tigers. First on defense, Marquise Washington, number 10, will be the senior getting the start at defensive end. A defensive tackle, number zero, Deuce White, the senior. Across from him at the also defensive tackle spot, number 92, Caleb Crawford, a senior on the year. Defensive end, Caleb Pitts, number 11, will get the start. He's a junior. And the linebacking core now, Wyatt Trexler, the senior, number five, and he'll have his partner in crime back tonight. Ty Hudson comes back, number 44, at linebacker. DJ Witcher at the nickel spot, wearing number 13. He's a senior. The senior, Pete Davis, number one, at corner. Jackson Mills, a senior, safety, wearing number three. Davis Smith, also a senior, wearing number four and playing safety for the Tigers. LaMichael Gunn outside. That's Mike Gunn, a junior, wearing number seven. He's at the cornerback spot. Returning for the night, this is your special teams, Ian Nation at punt returner. Tyler Flakes and Cheetah Webb will be back deep for the Tigers. On offense for the Auburn Tigers, Crawford Lothridge going to get the start tonight. Henry Allen most likely going to be seen as the night progresses. Tyler Flakes, the halfback, senior, wearing number zero. Griffin McLean, your starting tight end, wearing number 81, the senior. Cody Palmer, another senior, playing the wide receiver spot, number three. Ian Nation, your starting Z receiver. He's a senior, wearing number nine. Gibson Lothridge, the brother of quarterback Crawford Lothridge, a senior wearing number 88. Clem Walmack will get the start at the left tackle spot, wearing a junior, wearing number 67. Number 54, Hugh Bodiford, a junior at left guard. Jalen Foster, the center, number 64, a senior. Case Whaley, the senior right guard, wearing number 77. Aiden Platt, the, 70, the number 73 junior, who is playing right tackle tonight and your specialist for the evening. Towns Magoo kicking and kicking off. He's a senior wearing number 33. And Tyler McKinnell will handle the punting duties, a senior wearing number 24. Those are your starting lineups presented by Auburn Bank. Scott Bagwell, back to you in a moment. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to kickoff, and it's brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown center when we come back. Auburn and Ramsey on your radio dial. Stay tuned on Wings 94.3 on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Wings 94.3, WGZZ, and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika. This is Coach Hugh Freeze, and your home for Auburn football and Auburn, Opelika is also your home for classic hits. Wings 94.3. From Wings 94.3 Sports, Auburn High School Football is on the air presented by the orthopedic clinic russell building supply and southern union also brought to you by auburn bank franklin tire and auto university ace hardware troy bank and trust and by goosh performing arts center Welcome into Legion Field. Scott Bagwell here joined by Jack Hudson, Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. Auburn number three in 7A. 
Ramsey number one in 5A as Auburn. Uh, last year they were the last team to beat Ramsey. They lost to uh, last year Ramsey. They lost to Parker and then lost to Auburn and then won out, including that uh, that win in, in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Two teams that played for a state championship squaring off here tonight as the Rams will be receiving on the left side towards the old-school scoreboard. Uh, on the right, where Auburn will be defending, will be the new Jumbotron where it says Legion Field. The skyline across the way in downtown Birmingham. Towns Magoo will be kicking off again right to left. Auburn with the white helmets and the white jerseys with the blue pants. Ramsey in the all-black uniforms. And they have their returners at the 16-yard line. It's, it's almost like they know what's going to happen here. Yeah, I think you could go ahead and, and walk this one off. Although the last time I said that, he mishits one, and I think he, he ended it up at about the two-yard line or so, but he came back swift, swiftly after that one with one, about 10 yards behind the end zone. Tremel so. Washington and Jacob Andrews. Uh, Tremel Washington, one of the best athletes uh, for the Rams, as uh, he is, uh, he's a, he'll, he will play all kind of different positions. But uh, hopefully Towns Magoo, he is uh, upper 90% in the touchback. The only one that he has not put out of the back of the end zone was uh, a kick out of bounds. He just missed it. So we'll see what uh, we'll see what Towns has here tonight. And this is an area that Auburn has to be great in. Auburn yeah. needs to win this this asset or this area of the game to uh, to really give themselves a shot. Now, evidently, we had the 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 things flipped. So. Uh, yeah, Auburn gonna go to the oh, no, different side. Get of the, the field ball now. girl off the field as she is screaming down the sideline because she's gonna be the one that kicks gets the kickball, <laughs> and uh, she has to go to the other side. And she uh, she's trying her her darndest to get down. She was running right down the numbers. Now she's back <laughs> on the sidelines as uh, as Andrews and Washington are back deep, and now we have flipped it. Townsend Magoo will be kicking from left to right towards the jumbotron here at Legion Field. Yeah, you are mentioning the setting earlier. We've got a new school scoreboard, we've got the old school scoreboard, and then we've got the oldest school I think scoreboard. we got the original <laughs> scoreboard across the way from us. Towns Magoo checks both sides. He will approach, and he'll kick that one <laughs> three yards deep, and that's where Ramsey will take over at the 20-yard line. You know, we say it every time, Scott, but it's just such a weapon that yes. Auburn has. I mean, it, you have to you have to mention it every week. Towns Magoo's such a weapon to have. I mean, that's that's three to five yards outside of the end zone just about every time. That's just impressive. Well, the other thing is, is last week Percy Julian started at their twenty-one and a half yard line for ten drives. Yeah. In the gun now, number four, Cameron Keenan, 6'4", 215, two-by-two set here. Tigers showing blitz, and it's an inside run. Tigers able to stack it up, looking like Wyatt Trexler also coming in there as Marquise Washington. He loses his hat. He'll have to come out of the game there as getting the carry there was number two, Ashton Ashford, 5'9", 180, a senior. Uh, gain of very minimal on the play, second down and long coming up. And Ramsey going to go quick To the here. bubble, we saw that a lot. That should be a backwards pass, and it is. Tigers have to converge, and it's a tackle for a loss on the play. Jackson Mills 
uh, Pete Davis out there along with Ty Hudson who makes his return back to the lineup. And it's going to be third down and long, third down and about 16 here for the Rams. Great play by that Auburn defense swarming to the ball. Yeah, it gets behind him on the backwards pass. But Jackson Mills, I think D.J. Witcher was over there, just kind of wrestling that receiver down over there five yards behind the line. Tigers giving up 18 of 62. It's about 29% on third down, and Auburn jumps, I think. There was a move by the right tackle, but Auburn, I think, had people in the neutral zone. We'll see what the call is. And where that uh, Lions judge is moving, it will be offsides on the Tigers. So it will bring up a third down and ten. See what Auburn does here on third and Eh, fairly long, about 10 yards to go. So third and kind of a long intermediate for Ramsey here. It's about 10 and a half. Three by one set here for the Rams. Three receivers to the wide side of the field. Keenan in the gun, the running back to the short side of the field. Tiger show blitz. Keenan drops back, wants a little screen pass, and his running back loses his feet. Wyatt Trexler there had leverage. It's going to be a loss of about four on the play, and it's punting time for the Rams. That's exactly what you want to see is this Auburn defense coming in. They go three and out on that first drive, and they're going to get the ball hopefully with excellent field position here, you'd think. Looks like going back is Jackson Mills, and Auburn wants sure hands back there as Cheetah is out for the game. Cheetah Webb got hurt a week ago. He is out, will not play here tonight. Going back to punt, I believe that is 39 Marshall Burton, it's either 38 or 39, William Murphy or Marshall Burton. Auburn goes after it, and there's going to be a flag on the play. Mills has it. He's going to get knocked out of bounds. Auburn's at the 48-49 yard line. It is fourth down and 14, so if it's a personal foul, it'll be a first down yardage. Oh, and that would be killer if that's what it is. You go three and out, and you get your defense off the field. We'll see if this is a roughing or just a running into. Well, the punter is walking slowly off, and I think this is going to be the long-distance variety. And God, it is. Just First down. So you're the defense, and now you're thinking, oh, we've gotten off the field. We've got to come right back and do it again. And Auburn sit the house that time trying to get that, trying to get the block right out of the gate. It looked like there were three or four guys back there. You just got to be more disciplined and run by him. Two or three receivers to the wide side of the field once again. Running back is lined up on that side. And center forgets to snap the ball. That will be a five-yard penalty, and that is the third penalty we have seen thrown here in five plays. Yeah, that ought to help. And this Auburn defense, you know, obviously those first three plays – Look to be in a pretty good, pretty good rhythm there. See if they can just keep this foot down, hold this Ramsey offense, get the ball back after all. Keenan in the gun, claps the hands, and he wants to fake it, looking for the flat route, has his receiver. Tigers missed the first tackle as they find Andrews on the catch and the run gets out to about the 35-36 yard line on first down and 15. It's a gain of about 10 to set up second down and five. Little RPO action there. Trips now go once again to the wide side of the field. Inside handoff, no. Slant route, got him open. Missed tackle into the open field. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Rams. 
as he takes it 64 yards to the house on a little RPO slant route, and that's a touchdown, and that is the man that uh, we were in the pregame, Coach Etheridge talked about, Tremel Washington, Got the slant in stride, made the safety miss. We talked about the safeties needed to have a good game. And just like that, it's a touchdown. Oh, and it's such a killer, as we mentioned. I mean, it's a roughing the kicker penalty. You think you're going to get the ball and have a chance to score first with great field position. And then this happens. So you're going to have to rebound from this. But you're right, safety just out of position that time. Well, you know, he was in position. He just <laughs> he missed just the tackle. Run, yeah. The issue is, as we talked about it, special teams had to win for Auburn. Special teams right now put Auburn – in the bad spot, the extra point is up and good. 10.03 left to go here. Rams lead 7-0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank and Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. First time the Tigers have trailed since the loss to Enterprise. And they trail 7-0 here with 10.03 left to go in the opening quarter. It ends up being about an 80-yard drive aided by the, the roughing the punter when Auburn was set to get the ball back. Now on to kickoff is Marshall Burton. The 5'11 sophomore is going to be high, taken at about the 14-yard line by Obar Mapson, looking to go up the middle. It's got a seam. And right as he got to where the seam was, Ramsey does a good job of collapsing on it. Auburn to have the ball across the 30, about the 33, 34-yard line, first and 10 Tigers. You know, you mentioned it in the pregame, Scott, very, very swiftly, and I think here just a moment ago, the special teams for Auburn. Auburn's going to have – a pretty good advantage in most games in special teams, so you got to make the plays like that when, they, no, see, when they're available. And, and Auburn's only loss. Auburn lost the special teams not because of the kicking but because of a field position and all that. Special teams here, and Auburn gives up 15. Inside handoff to Flakes. Flakes runs hard, gets to the 35-yard line, will be spun down there, gain of two on the play. Well, now you really want to see Auburn. You're hoping that they can run the ball very well tonight. That's what they like to do. That's what they need to do um, without without as good of a quarterback play as you were expecting. Henry Allen in the gun. No play. Five-yard penalty coming on the Rams. It'll be second down at about three. Now second and short. I think that you'll keep it on the ground here. be interesting to see what Auburn does with – with a second and short, you know, do they try and take a shot right out of the gate? Well, I know first thing that every single offensive coach is saying is got to loosen up. Ramsey has zero defensive players five beyond five yards of the line of scrimmage. Auburn runs the ball right up the middle, gain of one on the play, third down and two coming. There is nine people in the box for the Rams right now. We talked about that Auburn defense winning with four on the rush tonight. Ramsey's going to go ahead and send nine at you in the box right now. They're they're focused on stopping this Auburn run. 
Tigers 49% on third down in their worst game of the, of the year, 3 of 11 on third down against Enterprise. The rest of them were pretty much right at or over 50%. Tigers with the heavy set with two tight – actually, it's three tight ends and a single receiver set. And it's going to be Henry Allen on the quarterback run. Quarterback sweep to the right, first down, and then some across the 45 to the 46-yard line. Thought he got kind of short change on that mark of the of the uh, of the line of or where he got gain of six on the play, first down yardage. Yeah, fortunately for Henry, he's just a big body that can run over that. Gets met at about the first down line, I think, because I think he already had it, but he's able to kind of carry the rest of it for a few more yards. Good job by Auburn to get the first down. Now you can start trying to, like you say, loosen up that defense. Allen in the gun, hands off to Flakes, and that time basically his pullers that he was waiting on were too late. He stopped to try to get them there, and by the time he got to the point of attack, somebody grabbed his ankles. No gain on the play, second down and ten coming. Tyler McKenna will check out. Cody Palmer checks in as he makes the gives the call to the skill players, and then it is echoed to the lineman, Jalen Foster, goes and has a word with his quarterback. Bunch set, three receivers to the left. Allen claps the hands, inside give to Flakes, and it's a good run. Cross the 50 to the 49-yard line. That's going to bring up a third down, a manageable third down at about five, gain of five on the play. There's one thing you're not going to get from Tyler Flakes, and that's taking a play off. I mean, that dude run, is running hard every play. Uh, may not always get you the two or three yards on every play that you're hoping for, but that time he puts his head down gets six for you. Tigers go tempo, three receivers to the left, and Henry Allen will have it. Looked like that was kind of a power read look. The defensive end flanked it, and so he had to keep it. No gain on the play, fourth down and about five. They might have given him a yard, fourth down and shortcoming as Auburn misses on third down and five. Yeah, interesting play design. Was wondering if that was kind of a go for it to, to try and go for it on fourth down here, and it looks like they're going to. Tigers lining up quickly, three receivers to the left. Henry Allen goes no play. We'll look over to the sideline now. 15 seconds left to go on the play clock. And now the call is being made to the line. Flakes or yeah, Flakes moves to the left side. Allen claps it and it's roll left. Squares the shoulders, has his receiver. Caught first down yardage. Guess who? Mr. Ian Nation. First down yardage out to the 41-yard line. Gain of about seven on fourth down and two first down Tigers. That's always pretty reliable, the out route over there to your best receiver, Ian Nation. A great throw by Henry Allen as he rolls on the leg over there to the left. Nice job by Auburn. They're back in business here at the 41. Bunch set, and they just ran everybody off against man-to-man coverage. Wide open for Ian Nation on the out route. Two-by-two two set here for the Tigers. Here comes Cody Palmer in motion, and it's Henry Allen on the keeps. Going to run up hard up the middle across the 35-yard line. They will get him to the 35. Gain of six on the play, second down and four coming. Well, this is what you want to see, Auburn. Like you mentioned, they're starting to loosen up that defense in the on the inside there. Let's see if the Tigers can keep pushing up the middle like that. Boy, if you can do that, it's going to be big for you. Already under six minutes, 5.48 and counting left to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers trail seven to nothing. Two-by-two set here for the Tigers. Henry Allen in the gun. Claps a hand inside give to Flakes. Flakes bounces it out. It's going to be a hold. He's going to, he might score. And that's why you don't bounce it outside on inside zone. Yeah, tough break there for the Auburn offense. Yeah, and they're going to celebrate in the end zone. 
We're going to get a hold, and that's going to bring us back. So you harp and you harp on your harp to backs. You don't bounce on inside zone because your linemen are planted and posted for an inside run. They expect you to run inside the guard, maybe inside the tackle. They don't expect you to bounce it. And so the linemen feel that guy start to go. They go and grasp. And now all of a sudden a touchdown run gets called back, and it is second down and about 15. I think was that Aiden Platt down there that got a Don't know. Uh, you, they don't identify. I'm not going to identify. Three receivers to the left, solo receiver to the right. Auburn will stack the outside, too. There's only one person out there. If Auburn can – right now, Ramsey kind of unsure of where to go with this one. Inside handoff to Omar Mapson. He's going to make one guy miss and then get stood up and tackled third down and long coming up here. Well, I like the effort by Omar there, but just not a very just not a very moving forward play, I guess. You went on a sweep on the outside. We'll see what Auburn can do here on third and long. Heck, you might be in field goal range already, Scott. You are in field goal range. <laughs> there, there is no maybe about it. Blitz coming from the outside. Auburn blitz or Auburn picks it up and it's a screen. Omar cuts it inside, makes a guy miss. He's going to be short of the line to gain on third down and about 13. They're going to mark him on a gain of 10, fourth down and four coming. I like the call. I, I really like it. And like you said, you, you're probably in field goal range already with Towns Magoo. Get what you can and try to get into a fourth down that, that's a little more manageable. See if you can go for it. Fourth down and three. Auburn will at least show they're going to go for it with four – 15 left to go here in the opening quarter. Three receivers to the left. Here comes motion. Auburn goes no play. Ramsey does not jump this time. 15 seconds left to go on the play clock. Auburn will line up in two by two. Henry Allen will have it. Will drop back. Wants a screen once again. Auburn not able to pick up the block this time, and it's a turnover on downs. Yeah, I tried that little slip screen to, I believe that was Griffin McLean who was coming in from the outside. I think he had a lane there, but just got run down from behind his man that, that kind of came inside there. So tough break for the Auburn offense. Now you turn it back over to the defense, who you've got to step up now down seven. Yeah, Tigers got to stop, and then it was, it was an RPO for 10 and then an RPO for 64. Trips to the wide side. We saw trips a lot by Percy Julian. Ramsey will go hard count and now look over to the near side. Get the play they want. Four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second on the play clock. Play clock is dead. Flag came out right on the zero mark. It will be a delay of the game. A lot of penalties here in the early going. 3.40 left to go here. Each team has had one possession. Ramsey scored a touchdown after the roughing the punter call. Auburn goes for it on fourth down and three. They come up short after converting earlier on a fourth down. Tigers now three of nine on third down, on fourth down in the year. Play action into a bubble, and Auburn does a good job of getting there. Mike Gunn comes up with the tackle. Davis Smith was the first there to make the or to force the action. Gain of one, maybe two on the play, second down coming up. Well read over there by Mike Gunn. He's able to get there quickly, only give up about a yard on the play there. So, yeah, well done by the Auburn High School, the prospect really back in there in the defensive backfield. Empty set here for Ramsey. Three receivers to the short side. Auburn shows blitz. 
And now it's a little freeze. Tigers have somebody coming off the edge. Cam Creighton shows pressure. And then what a play there by Keenan as he looks for Washington. He was looking, actually not for Washington. He was looking for Andrews. They call it incomplete. Looked like he might have came up with a heck of a play. Creighton comes free, gets the quarterback hurry. Third down and 13 coming. Pete Davis was kind of behind the receiver that time. Almost looked like he tried to go over and grab it. it kind of as he was underneath the receiver. Receiver makes a really good play, but I think Davis knocks that free as they go towards the ground. It's a nice play. Set up third and long. Third down and 13. Three receivers to the wide side. A solo receiver to the short side. Keenan has it. Drops back. Wants the dig, and it's jumped. Hello. That is a heck of a play there by Mr. Pete Davis, the senior. Drives on the dig. Knocks it away. Incomplete. Punting time for Ramsey. And if you're Auburn, they had to have seen that a long clock from snap to punt. Play return. Yeah, definitely so. I think so, too. I think you got to play return here, set it up back there, get your offense in good field position. You're actually moving the ball okay. You just got to hit on some of these other plays and stop the penalties on offense. Yeah, Auburn had a touchdown called back on a hold. Auburn actually in – defense safe and you can see why Auburn went after the punt (laughs) as it was a high snap and Tigers tried to be aggressive with it and that's a situation where if Auburn's closer to the ball since the ball was touched Auburn can pick it up and return it and if they lose possession it just comes back to where it's touched and Auburn will take over right there at the 45 yard line going in 241 left to go here Tigers down seven nothing Well, here you go. Now here's a great opportunity for the Auburn offense. First down, they're on a Ramsey side of the field on that 45. You're already in field goal range. Heck, so let's see what the Auburn Tiger offense can draw up here after stalling out this last drive. Henry Allen in the gun, twin receivers to the right. Give to Matthew. No, he keeps it as they collapsed, but nobody else able to pick up a block. It's going to be a loss of about one on the play, second down and long coming. Well, regardless of what that was there, it is hard to bring down Henry Allen one-on-one. You had to have a a swath full of guys running in to make that tackle on him. Problem is there's so many people in the box, even though the pull read is the the correct read, there's still somebody there on the pull. Auburn's going to have to find a way to loosen up these safeties and make them play deep. Ball is spotted at the 46-yard line. Nobody's behind the 40 for the Rams. Play action, looking deep. Throw ball for Nation. Safety runs right there with them, and that's the reason why they can run. They can run so many people right there at the line of scrimmage. The safety reads play action, takes off and runs, and is able to cover that back part of the uh, of the field. Incomplete third and eleven coming. Yeah, not the worst thing there for Auburn. The nation's running not necessarily free. I think he had a step on the corner, but you're right. That safety right there. Uh, to kind of lock that one up, and there was really no shot, even even though ball was probably overthrown by a couple yards, but really no shot there for Auburn. Josh Askew has to check in as the nation checks out after the deep ball. Press coverage across the board. Henry Allen has it, drops back, wants the comeback, and that's a heck of a heck of a play there by the defensive back number twelve, Zedrick Powell, six one one seventy, a senior. Auburn wanted a little hitch on the backside. And hit the receivers in the hands, but right as the ball hit the hands, Powell was there to break it up. And even though Auburn could probably try this one, it would be a ball at the 46, 63 yards. Auburn's going to punt. Auburn loses a yard on the on the uh, 
on the drive. Three and out go the Tigers. McKinnell in punt formation. His heels at his own 40. High kick. Great punt. Sit down. Fair catch called for, and that ball will hit and check and roll inside the one-yard line. Beautifully Good. done by Tyler McKinnell. You can't draw that up any better. McKinnell lands that at about the three- or four-yard line. It takes a hit directly towards that sideline, goes right for that pylon at the very last second, kind of ducks to the left right over it. Just a fantastic punt. 7 nothing. Ramsey leads here. 139 left to go in the opening quarter. I was. Ex- I, mean, I know there's some TV and some stuff here. Didn't know if we would get some media timeouts. Right now, we're not getting them. We're going to try to get in as many breaks as we can. Ramsey late breaking the huddle, and now they will do so from the sideline. Under 20 left to go on the play clock. Been a quick first quarter, it seems like. You've only gotten a couple of drives from each team so far. Yeah, it's only been like two incompletions, so that'll do that. Yeah. Two tight end set here. Auburn shows single coverage on the outside just a dive right up the middle there by Ramsey Tigers need to make sure they win field position here gain of one or two on the play second down and about eight coming yeah Scott you mentioned that that Auburn has got to play field position here I mean you know you'd love to go out and get them in the backfield there for a safety but at the same time if you don't allow them to get a first down here you're winning this field position battle on this drive there's a time there's a stoppage on the play and I'm not too sure what it's about. And we'll take it with them. we got to meet our stoppage here. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Your hometown station for Auburn sports, Wings 94-3. Ramsey on, has their huddle on the sideline. Clock is running. 117 left to go here in the opening quarter. 15 seconds left to go on the play clock as Ramsey goes out to the ball. Second down and eight coming. Ramsey has it at their own three-yard line. Scott, before we left, we're talking about the field position battle. Auburn's got to win it here. Keenan in the gun, high snap, handoff up the middle, and a big hole there made by the offensive line. However, a great job done by Ty Hudson to get off a block and swarm in on that one. Gain to about the seven, gain of about four, third down and about four coming. A massive hole right there and going quick as Ramsey, they try to run it right up the middle. No gain on the play, and Tigers will have themselves a third down stop. Ramsey's tried that a couple of times, going real quick at the line to try and I guess catch, catch Auburn off guard there. Auburn does a great job that time. I think that was Caleb Pitts that was I in there on the stop. Well, the issue, Deuce White's not in. He had to come off, and they did not want to give him an opportunity to check into the game on third down and four. No. And they go quick. Auburn answers, answers it. I was writing down third down uh, what, what down and distance it was, and Ramsey went quick, and Auburn got to stop. Back deep for the Tigers is – Jackson Mills. He will stand inside of his own 40-yard line. It does look like Ramsey will have to snap the ball before the end of the quarter. Auburn shows some pressure. Low snap. 
punter takes his time, gets it away. Jackson Mills will let it bounce, and it will now bounce around on Auburn High School. We'll have it, and Jackson Mills will get yelled at by the Auburn High School coaching staff as he stood there and let the ball roll right next to him. That'll be the end of the first quarter of play. 7-0 is our score, 64-yard catch and run, the only scoring done in the first half. When we come, or in the first quarter, when we come back, we'll have the second quarter. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Start of the second quarter, 7-0. Ramsey leads here. Look, until Auburn proves that they can throw the ball, it's going to be press coverage and a stacked box. Henry Allen, wide snap, comes up with it and saves a very negative play. No gain on the play, second down and 10 coming. Good job to get back to the line there. Looks like we got a mix-up on the field, Scott. White Hat standing behind the uh, Auburn offense. Well, that's where he's supposed to be. He was standing he in was front standing, of them. Yeah. yeah. Bunch set, three receivers to the right side of the formation. As Auburn needs to get something going here. Second time they have it starting inside their own inside of their own uh, or inside of Ramsey territory. Inside give there. Tigers block it. But unfortunately for Auburn, standing right there in the hole is number six, Quentin Reese, 5'10", 180, a junior. And Auburn faces a third down along here in the second quarter. Second quarter action tonight's game is presented by Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. Third down and 13 now for the Tigers. Auburn's going to have to take some shots through the air. I know it's not the strength. Got to loosen it up somehow. Henry Allen has it and drops back, wants the comeback route, and put it right there as coming out of the break a little bit slow was Ian Nation right at the first down sticks. Tigers will have to punt. I think that's Towns Magoo coming on. Tigers will have to attempt a <laughs> field goal. Ball is at the 40. It will be a 57-yard field goal. Remember, if you get it into the end zone, it's a touchback. Towns has the leg for it. Yeah, I think the question here is just going to be, can he put it between the bars? I think the question is, can Auburn protect leg. it? The snap, the kick is actually, no, it's not long enough, and it's off to the right. Did not hit it, did not get there. 
10.37 left to go, and Ramsey will take over at the 20-yard line as Magoo misses the 57-yard field goal. Looks like he hit it on the back of the boundary back there. You know, there's a there's a slightly larger white line back there, so it looks like – I don't think it would have gone through, but it would have been dirt no, close he, if it he had hit, gone this way. He hit the the front of that. It I thought would, it was a backup. It, it okay. was short. He also pushed it to the right. I don't think he hit it well. It, it did not sound as clean as it normally does. Yeah. But because of the high school rules, the ball's put at the 20. If you want to know why Auburn did not, Auburn University did not try long field goals against a and it's because in college the ball goes where the ball was kicked. In high school, the ball goes to the 20. Inside give, gain of one. Actually, they're going to be very generous. No, side note on this game. When the ball is run here, I have not agreed with one spot yet. Gain of four on the play. <laughs> Certainly pretty generous here. Two-by-two two set here for Ramsey. Auburn stays with a six-man box. Keenan has it. Inside give once again. Tigers do a great job of getting to the ball carrier. Going to be a loss of two, but one official says a loss of one on the play. Third down and six coming. <laughs> I don't think they even marked him short of the line of scrimmage. They did because it was at the 25, and now it's at the 24. <laughs> Goodness. He got taken down a good two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Three by one set here for the Rams. Keenan has it. He'll drop back, steps up, looks for somebody, and I don't know if he was looking uh, in between or if he was tipped. Either way, the ball goes in between the hitch over the middle of the field and the post down the field another stop by this defense and the, the right now that punt that Auburn went after and when you see the exchange you understand why Auburn went after it but the roughing the punter and then the slant the difference in the game Auburn forces another punt and we'll see if Auburn decides to go after this one at some point in time the snap to punt time is very very slow for the Rams yeah, biggest thing here, if you don't get that block, I want to see Jackson Mills come up and, like we were talking about on that last punt, come up and catch one if, he, if you've got the ability to. Punt, Mills, fair catch, and he'll take it at about the 42-yard line, and Auburn will have it at the their own 42 with 9.31 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers down 7-0. And Scott Auburn's had good field position just about every time they've started with the ball tonight. I think you've got the numbers on, on where yeah. they've started. But, I mean, it's been good field position every time. Just got to figure out something. No, the issue is Auburn had it at the Ramsey 34, drove the ball, had to turn it over. Then they had the ball inside the Ramsey 50-yard line twice, did not get a first down. In fact, they lost yardage both times they have it. Now they have it at their own 42. Ramsey – puts so many people in the box we'll see uh auburn's gonna have to find a way to loosen it up we're gonna see this type of defense until auburn proves that they can throw the ball allen in the gun with omar mapson next to him fumbled snap and allen is that one just kind of off center he was trying to try to catch and get it to him and the ball then popped up and then Oh, eventually, Henry Allen just had to eat it. Big loss on the play. And with the way this offense is, that's almost that, that's going to be tough to overcome. Loss of about eight on the play. That's the second time Henry's fumbled one of those snaps tonight. Hopefully not a pattern moving forward in this. But, yeah, now you got a big task in front of you. you got two downs to get 16. It's only a loss of six on the play. Tigers with their three tight end set. Give to Omar. Omar's got himself a seam. He gets to the 40. 
Going to be a gain of about three, maybe four on the play, third down and 12 coming. Here's the issue that Auburn has been facing on third downs. Third down and two, they picked it up. Third down and five, short. Third down and 14, short. Third down and 11, short. Third down and 13, short. Now it's third down and 12. Already their fourth, third down and 10-plus yards. You're just getting behind the chains. I mean, that's the biggest thing that, that you said there. And, you know, if you're this Auburn squad, that means you got to have success on first down. And we've just seen some backwards plays so far there. Auburn three-by-one set. And it's man pretty much across the board as Rams is going to keep as many people in the box as they can as Auburn calls a timeout before the delay of game as all as as the staff is very, very upset. Actually, Auburn went with a change in quarterback. They went with Caw Crawford Lothridge there, and I think he uh, he took too long. Did not get set, did not get ready, did not get into the cadence, and Auburn has to burn a timeout. 8.03 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers down 7-0. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. I don't know if it was head coach Keith Etheridge or if it was offensive coordinator Will Wagner, but I could hear them from here. <laughs> Third down and 12 coming for the Tigers. 8.03 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers down 7-0. Lothridge has it, play action, drops back, steps up. Wants a post. Has his receiver. No, out of his hands. Looking for Ian Nation. Not able to come up with it. And Ian says, throw it deeper. The problem is, ball's at the 25-yard line. And, and Crawford gave that one a, a, a ride. And maybe he was saying throw it away from the safety. Either way, Auburn had an opportunity to make a play. Not able to do so. Fourth and 12 coming. Yeah, tough for Ian. And obviously, he's a great receiver. But at the end of the day, I mean, He's just not He's not going to be your 6'2", 6'4", guy that goes way up and gets it over a safety like that. He can be in the back of the end zone, but he's got to use his hands. Punting time for the Tigers. Last time Auburn pinned them at their one. High punt, fair catch called for, and going to the knees and making the play is number three, Jacob Andrews, and that's where the Rams will take over at their own 25-yard line. Auburn looking for their first first down in three drives next time they get the ball. Just been rough going on, on execution, really. I mean, that I think Ian Nation will tell you he's got to have that one. I mean, it's it, close to his hands there. Three-by-one set here. Ball in the middle of the field. So, for the first time, Ramsey kind of just picking towards their sideline. They normally like to send the three to the wide side. Play action. Dropping back is Keenan. Tigers getting after him on great coverage there. Great pressure. Incomplete. Second down and ten coming. Pressure by Deuce Weiss that time. Gets in the backfield quickly. Just forces the rollout. Good to see him back in the game. Deuce White coming into the, today's game. 28 tackles, 12 of them for a loss, five sacks. 
The senior has had himself a heck of a year. White, Foster, Crawford, Pitts, your defensive line here for the Tigers. Three by one set to the right side of the field, which is the Ramsey side. Keenan has it, drops back, wants his out route, has his out route, looking uh, for number three, Andrews. Gain of eight, maybe nine, third down and short coming. It's a nice call out of that trip set over here towards the boundary. Just the wide receiver kind of goes up right towards the sideline on that out route. Auburn unable to, to stop it, but they do stop it short of that first down mark. We'll see what they can do on third and short. Third down and two coming for the Rams. Two by two set. They kind of bunched them. Looks like seeing, probably seeing if they can get an easy release. Tigers showing blitz, and it's an inside give. Auburn had contact short of the line to gain, but unfortunately for Auburn, they spun, they spin the running back Ashford across the line to gain for the first for the first down, and that is the first third down conversion for the Rams. 7:28 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers down seven nothing. Rams now getting set in a stack look here two by two. Keenan has it in the gun inside give. Gain of one, maybe two on the play. Second down and nine coming. Ninety-eight on the tackle. I'll call that one Michael Foster. Same look here for the Rams, two by two. Two receivers to each side. They will stack them. Ashford moves to the other side of Keenan. Keenan in the gun, drops back, flag on the play. I think that's going to be an offsides, and that's going to bring it down a second down and four. Offsides as the defensive end on this side was lined up in the neutral zone. That's Michael Foster. And the, the, the part that frustrates you there is there was no hard count. You just lined up in the neutral zone. Yeah, you don't want to see this good defense that Auburn's put up so far start to kind of unravel. I mean, you know, you you get the first down there if you're Ramsey, and Auburn kind of tackles you across the line there. I want to see Auburn stand up, continue to play really good defense, and get their offensive ball back. Tigers showing blitz, and again, the center forgets to snap the ball, so we'll just trade five-yard penalties here. And that'll help. Second down and nine. Hart's done a good job so far of containing the run, and you've had a little bit of pressure there on pass plays. So I think like we talked about, that front four is actually doing a pretty good job up front. Just got to continue to play. I mean, uh, like we said, getting that play call where Ramsey rolls across the first down, that's that's hard for you. But you got to come back here and, and stop them short of this. Ramsey might see something they like out of this two-by-two two look. Keenan has it. Tigers show blitz looking for the little quick throw. And it will be – they will call it a catch, and it's a loss of two on the play, third down and 11 coming up. Just kind of a runoff and then trying to get number three, Jacob Andrews, the ball. The throw was low, third down and 11 coming. Yeah, low throw there by the quarterback over here. But you're right, third and 11 now. So, Auburn, this Auburn defense, they've been good all night at getting off the field. Got to get off the field again here and then try to turn over to that offense again that is – doing everything it can to figure out something to move the ball. 5.40 left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers kind of 
overload the off or the offensive line looking to set up a one-on-one look. Auburn shows blitz on third down and 11. Play action. Tigers bringing some pressure. DJ Witcher backside misses the tackle. Tigers need to get to Keenan, and they will. He will be short of the line to gain. There's a flag on the play, and that will probably be a hold, and my guess is Auburn will decline it. And if that is a hold, that's really good news for Auburn. They're going to get the ball back. About five and a little over five minutes left to go when they do get it back. Nice pursuit by DJ Witcher over there. Wyatt Trexler comes up to finish that one off. So a good job by this Auburn defense. They get off the field. It is a hold, and Auburn will decline it. Now the question is, is you went after a punt, and you didn't get it, and you roughed the punter, and that set up the only touchdown of the game. 7-0, Ramsey leads. The exchange is so slow that – Yeah, do you do it again? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> try to try to flip this momentum because yeah. you can't get anything going right now offensively. Yeah, at what point do these do these coaches come up and say, we gotta, we, we got to force the action yeah. with a special teams, with a defensive turnover? I think Auburn is sending. I don't know. They're going to drop back. Auburn shows like they were going to rush, and now they're, they'll drop back. Jackson Mills lets it bounce, and now he'll pick it up, and he will get tackled. And, and with the footballs that high schools are allowed to use, Auburn cannot let that ball bounce because you don't know what it's going to do. And Auburn will take over at about the 27-yard line with 5-10 left to go here in the second quarter. Well, now this Auburn offense has got a task in front of them. I mean, they've, they've started in really good field position all night. Now, not so great field position. You're on your own 27-yard line here, so you got a ways to go. I think if you're the Auburn offense, even points on this series is a success. Worst field possession of the night for the Tigers. Allen will have it and give inside and fighting hard is the Auburn running back trying to get what he can. The problem is there's just so many people in the box. Gain of one, maybe two. Two by two set. Allen has it in the gun, drops back. Wants the out route. Has the out route. Ian Nation comes up, makes that play. First down yardage. And they'll see where they mark them. <laughs> the problem is, is Ian broke a tackle and then got spun around. They put it right at the first down stick, and he'll get it. Gain of 11 on the play, first down and 10. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not terribly impressed with these spots either, Scott. looked like Ian was, was stretching the ball maybe another yard after that across. But. Two by two set here for the Tigers once again. Motion, Ian Nation. And Allen up the middle. The, the problem there is you, you had it, and Auburn misses a block. Gain of two on the play, second and eight. You got, you got what you wanted as far as the motion and the action and the seam, and then guy comes off of a block. A gain of two now, second down and eight. Good thing for Auburn there is you're not going backwards on first down at the very least. You had some trouble with that tonight. A little bit of tempo now. Tigers running the ball up the middle. Flakes runs right into the back of his lineman. No gain on the play. Third down and about eight coming. Problem is when you only go for a couple yards on first down, you got that much more to do on second down to make it third and short. So uh, Auburn once again in third and intermediate, third and a little bit longer here. Let's see what they can do. Had a little success with that screen earlier. Doubt you catch him sleeping again on that. 
Wonder if Auburn would go back to that or maybe another out route over there. You got Ian Nation on the boundary. Two by two set here. Zero high. Allen has it and drops back. Good protection. Now steps up out of it. Ramsey looking to converge. And Henry Allen might have his first down yardage. And they're going to stop it. Oh. Looks like they give it to him. First down yardage, third down and eight. Henry Allen picks up six on the scramble and then carries some Ramsey defenders for two more in the first down. That's just toughness right there. Henry Allen sees the first down, turns it upfield. I love him going north and south instead of trying to bounce it out. He's maybe not as quick as that DB, but he knows that he's bigger. Inside give to Omar. Omar bounces off a couple and fights his way to about the 49-50 yard line, gain of one, gain of two. Boy, Omar's been an arm tackle away a couple of times from hitting a big run. You're thinking if he can just break one of those, Auburn can, can get a momentum play in the books finally. 2.50 left to go here. Tigers have it second down and nine. Down 7 nothing here in the second quarter. Henry Allen has it and throws it, and it's a forward pass called incomplete. Third down and nine coming. Glad that was called incomplete. Looked up here almost like it was a lateral, maybe even it was close pass. It was pretty close. Third and eight, Auburn picks it up with Henry Allen's legs the last time. What do they do here? I think if you're Henry Allen, you've got to look for that again if it's there, but that can't be your first option. Third your down. first option's over th here on the boundary. Third down and nine. Allen has it and drops back. Looking to the boundary and looking for Ian Nation. It's going to be a flag. as the Ramsey coaches are not happy with it. Whole lot of contact on that one. Even if it's just a hold, it's first down yardage because it's third down and nine. Yeah, and Auburn will take it any way they can get it now. Now you move into what's probably Towns Magoo's range. I know we saw him miss the 57 earlier, but I think you'll agree he's got the leg in him. Again, I think if you're Auburn, you definitely want to punch it in here. You got to get points on this drive. First down. As the, on the P.I., Tigers have it first down and 10 from the 35-yard line. 2.32 left to go here in the second quarter. Auburn down 7 to nothing. And they'll move it back now to the 36-yard line. Here's the issue. Redo the sticks. There we go. Trouble with the chains here. Allen has it. Play action drops back. Wants the post, looking for the pose. Got the post open. No, ripping it out. Josh Askew thought he had the touchdown. Give credit once again to number 12, Zedrick Powell, the senior, gets the hand in there and rips it out. Thought Askew was going to have him his first touchdown of the of his career. Perfect ball. And, but, hey, give Powell credit. He got his hands in there and ripped it out at the very last second after they went to the ground, incomplete, second down and 10. Yeah, like you mentioned, it's a great play all the way around. It's a good route, it's a great throw, and it's an even better play by that defensive back, just stripping it out before Josh Askew gets possession of it. Two by two set once again here for the Tigers. Showing blitz, and Auburn has it. It was there, and Flakes trips over his feet, and Auburn gets absolutely hosed on the spot. 
is a gain of two and a half. They mark it a gain of zero. Third down and ten coming. Yeah, he trips and falls forward. He trips after gaining about a yard. <laughs> falls forward. Doesn't make sense to me. So bad. Tigers with two receivers to the right, solo receiver to the near side. Henry Allen in the gun with Flakes next to him. 145 left to go here in the second quarter. Allen has it, drops back, checks. Now he'll have to just scramble and get what he can. He'll get to the 30-yard line, gain of about four, maybe five. Actually, no, I only saw his whole body at the 30-yard line. They mark him at the 29, <laughs> fourth down and about six. Body gets over the 30-yard line and then back at the 31. Goodness gracious. Well, here you go. It's, it's what I said to start, though. I, I think if you're Auburn, you got to have points here just to get something on the board, get some momentum. Towns Magoo can hit this. Ball is at the 38-yard line. It is a 48-yard field goal here for Magoo. Ball in the left hash. Ty Towns gets it off, and it is good. 52 seconds left to go here. Actually, they'll run it down to 50 seconds left to go. Tigers on the board, 7-3 to three our score. We'll be back with thir in 30 seconds here in the second quarter as we wind towards halftime. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop since 1970. Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Five possessions for both teams. Tigers have a field goal. Ramsey has, has a touchdown. 50 seconds left to go here in the first half, and Auburn down 7-3. Finally, something positive. As after this kickoff, we will give you a legal ID. Here at Legion Field in Birmingham, Alabama. Towns will kick that one off, and he missed it, and it lands at the goal line, and Ramsey was going to let it go. And, and actually, you know what, kind of upset with himself is Tremel Washington because he's like, I could return that one. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family, WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. Scott Bagwell here joined by Jack Hudson, Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. I see something that might be causing Auburn's kick to be off. Keenan rolls to the right and hello, threw one guy's hands over a defender's hands and hits a guy in the face mask and it bounces seven yards out of bounds, incomplete. There's a fairly stiff breeze looking down onto the field and looking at the American flag going right into Towns Magoo. So where that 57-yard that field goal was short, where that kickoff happened and, and was short of the goal line, when that breeze gets going, that's a pretty strong headwind that Towns is kicking into. And it makes that 48-yarder that he just hit that more yep. impressive. Hits it into the back of the net, which is about 10 yards behind the, uh, the goal post down there. 
Keenan in the gun, two-by-two two set. Tigers showing blitz. And Auburn will bring six. Auburn gets somebody through. Keenan able to escape pressure, though. That's going to be a flag as Mike Gunn gets called for the hold. And it'll be a it'll be a either a PI or it'll be a hold. Either way, it's going to be a gain of a co or of about ten or fifteen yards. First down and ten coming for Ramsey. Auburn brings six and only able to get late pressure. I'm not sure that pass is going to be complete over there. Well, he held and the just heck gets out his of hands it. on him, and yeah, it's that be catch 15. was as catchable as the ball to Ian Nation was that Auburn got the PI called on Ramsey. So you're saying it was catchable. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it, it was about the same. First down and 10, Ramsey from the Ramsey 35-yard line. Auburn defense got a bow the neck here. 38 seconds left to go. You just had some success from your offense. You at least got on the board. You want to try and keep this at a 7-3 game going into the half. Ball will now be moved back to the middle of the field. And then some. Interesting. Two-by-two two set here for the Rams once again. Tigers creeping up, showing blitz from the middle linebacker spot. Here comes Hudden, and Auburn gets a tip on it, and it'll go out of bounds. Tigers get pressure there, incomplete second down and 10, 31 seconds left to go. Auburn has – trying to find timeouts. Auburn has two timeouts left. Ramsey has one, three, sorry. First time I've seen stars as timeouts left on a scoreboard. I guess if you're Auburn, you could, if Ramsey tries to run this out, no, you could no, stop it. No, you get the ball to start the second half. Yeah. Go to the locker room and you adjust. Well, I'm wondering if you try to go block a kick with about 20 seconds left. That might be the only thing. I thought you were going to say try to get the – no. No, no, no. Get the offense in the locker room. If you want to go after a punt, we'll see. Yeah. 15 seconds left to go here on the play clock. It's 31 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Tigers bringing some heat, little screen, incomplete. Third down and 10. And, yeah, Jack, now if Ramsey tries to just run it and kill clock, call a timeout and send everybody yeah. after it and see what happens. Because you get a rough in the kicker, then you're still not in field goal range if you're Ramsey. I, I don't think there would be a whole lot of downside to that. Third down and 10. I tell you what, Scott. One of the things I don't think this was one of the keys necessarily, but well, I guess it was yours. Auburn's getting there with four yeah. tonight. They're getting the rush there. Yeah, this is a spot where you need like Cam Creighton or Caleb Pitts, Deuce White, somebody to come up with some big pressure here. Yeah. Three by one set here for the for the Rams. And now they were kind of adjust what they want. Tigers showing pressure. Keenan has it. Drops back. Tigers bring five. Tigers get. Pressure there. Keenan throws it and finds an open receiver. And they're going to say that the quarterback was down. And it's going to be a sack. Does Auburn call the timeout to force Ramsey to punt? And they will call the yep. timeout with 10 seconds left. So, good job there by Keenan as he finds his athlete, Washington, in the flag. And it would have been yards, probably a first. Yeah. But they say he was down before the throw. So, it's fourth down and 11 coming in this defensive battle. Yeah, that really is a would have been a heck of a play by Keenan as he goes down there. Still gets it to his wide out out here who yeah, he would have had first down yardage. But yeah, so now you got 10 seconds left to go in this one. Ball's on the 33. I think Auburn is is lining up for sending the house on this punt trying to get there. Like you said that exchange has been slow all night. 
Tigers hold. They force a punt. Yeah, this is this is go go territory. Yeah. Like whatever it is, go 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 after it. Whatever your best punt block is, see if you can get to it. You can get a block, maybe a pickup into the end zone at the very least. And you you're fall telling, on it, you got a field goal. You tell it, no, I just tell everybody to try to scoop and score. Yeah, <laughs> every single person try to scoop out that, that ball. Coach Arbor, what do you say? Go after it. He says go after it too. Ninth grade head coach Travis Yarbrough down in front of us doing the filming for the Auburn High School football team. He says go as well. And well, when he when he says go, I you got I'm just to. getting all the opinions that we could get. <laughs> Auburn showing a pump block look. High snap, Auburn coming, almost get it, low line drive, and it'll be touched down there with two, three seconds left, and the clock stops there. Auburn got late pressure and almost got to it, and Auburn, we'll see what Auburn wants to do here as they have the ball at their own 32-yard line. God, that's one of those. I don't know how that got through the hands. I think that was Wyatt Trexler who was in the backfield that time. Golly, I don't know how it got through his hands, but – Almost, but no cigar. Auburn going to trot the offense out there. I assume this will be a knee. Well, they'll line Auburn, up with a gun. Well, it might just be a handoff to see, you know, what happens. Maybe you get a big gain in a face mask at the end or a horse collar. Then you can get an um tied down. Auburn goes no play. And I can actually hear as Ramsey makes the call of, hey, they're running this play, and it's an inside zone, and Auburn gets good gain on the play, and that'll do it here for the first half of action as Omar Mapson picks up about eight on the last play of the second half. Actually, there's a lot of whistles going on. Anyway, we just wanted to, the ball to call end of end of uh, end of the period, and there's your end of the period as we are through two quarters of play. Auburn trails Ramsey by a score of seven to three. We'll be right back after this. The Orthopedic Clinic halftime report starts when we come back. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, 
apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Welcome back to Legion Field in Birmingham, Alabama. Site of the old gray lady. That's right, the Legion Field here. We've got uh, a new scoreboard to our right. A little bit older scoreboard to our left, and then the oldest scoreboard across the way. And this is the orthopedic, the orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care, with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. While we were happening in the Iron City, a couple other games going on. One of the most important ones that we're keeping an eye on tonight, that Dothan-Baker game down south. Baker up at the half, 7 to nothing. Now keep in mind, Baker not a Region 2 team. They're not an Area 2 team with Auburn Tigers, with Dothan, with anybody else. But that record against teams that are outside of your area it matters if that other team is winning games. So, Baker, if they can beat Dothan, Auburn going to have a little bit of a leg up there. At least they're going to get some help as Hoover has not been very good this season for Auburn. They've only got one win themselves. So, keeping an eye on that Baker-Dothan game, Baker up 7 to nothing at the half. Elsewhere, also a region game here, Prattville 6, trailing Stanhope Elmore 14 to 6 there in the second quarter. So Prattville still can't quite get on track there. We'll see what the Lions can do down the stretch. Ben Russell and Smith Station knotted at 7 at the half. Mountain Brook and Hoover in progress. Don't have a score update for you there. Auburn certainly hoping that the Bucks can upset the Spartans there. Seems like it wouldn't be an upset most of the years, but Hoover, of course, only one and four on the season. Bryant and Robertsdale, Hurricanes out in front on that one, 20 to nothing big time. Carver, Montgomery, this one uh, in the second quarter. Don't know if this is the correct score, 58 to nothing right now. I don't believe that's correct. have to verify that one, but that's what we've got as of now. I think Carver, Montgomery at least ahead in that one. Hewitt Trustful up on Huffman Big, 48 to nothing at the half. Pelham over Chelsea, 27 nothing in the second quarter. Mary Montgomery, 21 to seven over Baldwin County as we have things. Sarah Land up big over Foley, 35 to 10. That's Sarah Land team, probably the number one team in the state. 14 nothing Florence over Minor as we see things. James Clemens trailing Muscle Shoals at the half, 28 to 14. Daphne on top of Spanish Fort, 21 to seven. That one in the second quarter. Browwood Christian up on top of Oak Mountain, 14 to nothing. A couple other games that we're trying to get score updates for have not been able to yet. Davidson and Rain down south. You've also got Austin and Grissom. That one happening up north. And finally, Opelika Theodore. Yet another one of those games that Auburn could keep an eye on as Opelika.
Micah tries to get into the conversation for the playoffs. Remember, they've got two losses, one against Thompson, the number one team in the state, and then against Central, the number two team in the state in 7A. So Opelika trying to get a win over an outside an outside of the region foe. And remember, like we talked about in that Dothan and Baker game, the more wins that you can have over out-of-region opponents, you have the tiebreaker, or you're more likely to have the tiebreaker, that is, when you get to playoff time. So this Auburn team certainly hoping for a Hoover win. They're hoping for a Baker win, and they're also hoping for a Theodore win over Opelika as they get set to take on the Bulldogs next week. That's a look at your 7A scores around the region. Also last night, it was Clay Chalkville picking up the big win over Thompson. Thompson actually stormed back with about two minutes left to go. They were down 10. They come down the field. Trent Seaborn hits a receiver for a deep, deep touchdown pass, about 65 yards on that one. Then they come back needing the onside kick as they're out of timeouts. They get the onside kick on a fantastic kick by that kicker. They go down to about the 25-yard line, setting up a 43-yard field goal that is pushed to the left as time expires. Clay Chalkville gets a huge, huge win over the defending 7A state champions last night, 36-33. to Now we turn our attention to the SEC. Tomorrow, college football, of course, Georgia and Auburn going on there in Auburn, Alabama at Jordan-Hare Stadium. That one going to be a CBS 230 game. The line currently, Georgia, 14-and-a-half. Scott Bagwell, I think, definitely has the Auburn Tigers winning outright in that one. He gives me he gives me a nod, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Carson Beck, 1,184 yards on the season, six touchdowns, one pick for him. Uh, Brock Bauer is going to be difficult to contain in that one as well. 22 catches for 256 yards on the season. Florida and Kentucky will get going at Kroger Field at 11 a.m. tomorrow on ESPN. Devin Leary, over 1,000 yards on the season. Ricky Pearsall with an incredible catch last game. We'll see what the Florida Gators can do as they go into the 4-0 Kentucky Wildcats lair. Texas A&M and Arkansas on the SEC Network in AT&T Stadium. A&M a six-point favorite in that. Connor Wegman, of course, leading the A&M offense, but it's going to be Max Johnson tomorrow as Connor Wegman out for the season after the hit supplied by Jalen Simpson last game when Auburn took down or when Texas A&M took down Auburn. Missouri and Vanderbilt next on the SEC Network at 3 o'clock tomorrow. That's at First Bank Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Missouri a 14-point favorite over A.J. Swan and the Commodore sitting at 2-3. and three. Then towards the nightcap, we get into the afternoon. LSU and Ole Miss in Oxford. LSU a 2.5-point favorite with Jalen Daniels. That's a Heisman dark horse as you see it. Malik Neighbors, 32 catches for 520 yards on the season. South Carolina visits Tennessee at 6.30 on the SEC Network. That's in Nayland Stadium. Tennessee catching 11 and a half. Excuse me, South Carolina catching 11 and a half there. Spencer Rattler already with over 1,200 yards on the season. think he would have been my Heisman dark horse for the season, but unfortunately had a couple of tough games to start the year. And then finally, Alabama and Mississippi State. Crimson Tide trying to get back rolling after a slow start. They get the win over Ole Miss last week. Now they go into Starkville looking to try and keep that momentum over an 0-2 Mississippi State team in the SEC. Again, that one kicking off at 8 o'clock tomorrow. About 12 minutes left to go before we get back underway in the second half. We'll go ahead and uh, send it. Well, I tell you what, let's tell you a little bit about the statistics before we do that from this first half in this one. 
as we look at things here, it was the it was the Ramsey offense that got out to a pretty hot start. They hit a 64-yard pass completion for a touchdown right out of the gate. But then, since then, not a whole lot going on. Only 80 total yards after that 64 yards. So only 16 yards of offense other than that big play. Auburn's done a good job of holding this Rams team uh, to, to very minimal yardage. On the other hand, though, the Auburn offense has also struggled to move the ball. 38 rushing yards, only 25 passing yards for a total of 66. Seven yards in that first half. Been a defensive slugfest so far. We'll see what adjustments can be made at halftime by this Auburn Tiger squad. About 11-15 left to go in half. Got the Ramsey band on the field. We'll go ahead and send it to break and then bring you right back for a couple more thoughts on the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care. Locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. We'll send it to break and be right back on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E-Center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. Welcome back to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Scott Bagwell here joined by Jack Hudden. Auburn trails Ramsey 7-3 to here. And as Jack pointed out, not a lot of offense. 80 yards for Ramsey, 67 yards for Auburn High School. Ramsey had the ball six times. They got a uh, a bit of a gift from Auburn on roughing the punter on a fourth down and 14. And then after that, it was two plays. That's all Ramsey needed. Actually, they then committed a penalty on first down and 15. Ramsey picked up 10 yards. And then after that, they picked up uh, 64. 
So they got 20 yards or they got 80 yards on that drive, quote, unquote, because that that drive started at the 20. Um, They have 80 yards for the half. Let you know how the Auburn defense has played. Auburn on the offensive side, they had a good drive to start, and then there was a turnover on downs. They got the ball twice inside of Ramsey territory, not able to do anything with it. They did attempt a 57-yard field goal into a, a stiff breeze. Towns Magoo missed. And then they've had the better field position on the night. However, Ramsey has the big play. It's a defensive slugfest here tonight and fitting an old-school style football game in an old-school style stadium. Tigers trail Ramsey by the score of 7-3. to three. The Tigers will get the ball back when we start the second half. We'll have an opportunity. We'll try to sneak into the uh, visiting or to the coaches' booth, which is right next to us, and talk with offensive and defensive coaches and see what kind of adjustments are going to be made for the defense. I'm sure it's going to be more of the same for the offense. It's going to be find a way to move the football, whether by ground or by air. Um, and even though Ramsey is stacking the box, there's some things to be had in the run game. It's going to come down to the offensive line winning, uh, winning, having an opportunity to get blocks. They're going to have to make sure that they win those matchups. And uh, and right now Auburn isn't, and that just kind of is. That, that just that, that that's as as simple as it is. At the end of the day, you can scheme, you can draw, you can do all these things. Football is a game, just kind of like basketball. It's going to come down to one-on-one matchups. Yeah. Ramsey has won some one-on-one matchups. Auburn's had a chance to win some one-on-one matchups in the passing game. Had a ball hit a, twice. Had balls hit receivers in the hands. Defensive backs made nice plays to make sure that the catch wasn't made. And uh, and that's kind of your difference in the game. Ramsey had an opportunity to make a big play in the passing game. They did. Auburn had a couple opportunities and not able to finish it. And there you go. 7-3 is our score as we still have plenty of time left in halftime. But we're going to take another break. We'll be back in two minutes. You're listening to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report and the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by, you guessed it, the Orthopedic Clinic. From the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive-through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. 
Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Your Auburn High School football station, Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Brought to you by the Orth East Alabama, brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in, in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at the Ortho Clinic. Dot com. Be sure to tune in on e to ESPN's 106.7's On the Line with Jacob Goins every Thursday at 3 p.m. on Game Weeks to hear Coach Etheridge preview and review the previous weeks and preview the upcoming game. Also, keep your dial tuned to Wings 94.3 so you don't miss tomorrow's Auburn University game against the Georgia Bulldogs. Coverage starts with game day on Wings at Sorry, 10.30. I was looking at the video. My bad. No, I was 10.30. We'll you. have it going on. <laughs> you. 10.30 as uh, Jack and T-Bone will carry it into the uh, Auburn, the uh, Andy Burcham and, and that crew uh, carry in, or, in their pregame show as they will break down everything that's going on. With a 10.30 airtime, they will get uh, some preview and then have a little bit of action to cover as uh, the 11 o'clock games will get going. And uh, the question on everybody's mind is what kind of offense will Auburn have against Georgia tomorrow, and can Auburn keep up? Um, here's the only thing I'm going to say about that one. Auburn better find a way to get something good early and uh, and go from there, um, and, and and that's about it. Uh, get something good to happen early and see what happens. Give the Auburn fan base, give Jordan-Hare Stadium the opportunity to, to be a factor because uh, if Georgia comes in, and I'm expecting Georgia to just try to run the football right at Auburn, take the ball out of the young quarterback's hands, and uh, and go from there. We'll see what happens, though. Yeah, it should be it should be actually, I think, really good for um, maybe a half, maybe a few quarters there. I think what Auburn has to do is the last time Georgia was in this stadium, they kind of were in it for that first half, and then Georgia kind of pulled away that's, there late. So That's kind of been Auburn in every game. Yeah, it really has. So I, I think if you're Auburn, yeah, you got to get out to an early start. I do think this Auburn defense, if you can come back out and get a lead early, I think this Auburn defense can keep you in the game. We'll see because Auburn's got a lot of defensive back issues, but I don't know how much Georgia's going to throw the ball. And also, Auburn would love to find a way to get into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse, an Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Auburn has not gotten into the Red Zone. They've gotten close, but they've not gotten into the Byron Smokehouse Red Zone. Teams onto the field. They are getting loose. We're about four minutes away from action, so we'll take our last break. This has been the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. 
Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautowink.com. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94-3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Welcome back. To the old gray lady, if you don't know what that is, don't feel bad. I didn't know either until today. Legion Field here. Auburn having a meeting back in the, uh, in the far end zone as Auburn needs to find a way to get a win here tonight just, just to keep momentum going. Two big games following this one, Opelika next week and Central in a couple of weeks. Dothan and Bakers tied at seven in the third quarter. The reason that one matters is, Yes, because Baker has has a very very good season going. I believe they're five and zero, and Auburn in the worst way needs to avoid any type of scenario that comes down to a head to head with Auburn and Enterprise for the last playoff spot, and that's obvious enough because that will go to Enterprise. But uh, and the other issue is is if Auburn can't find a way to win this one, Hoover's having the worst year they've had since Vietnam as uh, they're one and four staring at one and five as they're down two scores to Mountain Brook here tonight. We're about 40 seconds away from action, but uh, I figured this would be a good test for Auburn. Athletically, see where you're at heading into Opelika and Central. You know, Ramsey's got some athletes. they got some dudes. Um, and talking with the offensive uh uh, talking with the offensive coaches, the adjustment is very, very clear or very, very simple. It's something we talked about. It's just go execute. Feels like even though there's they're stacking the box, they can Auburn's getting the hats where they want them to. They just got to block it. And defensively, it's stop five and get after the quarterback. Don't let him stand on that spot and throw. Yeah, it seems like scheme wise, the Auburn team has actually drawn up a couple of good things. I mean, you've seen. I mean, even in the passing game too, you've seen a couple that have been dropped in that. For whatever reason, you hadn't been able to hold on to. And so uh, I think the Auburn scheme has been good enough to get you a win tonight. You just got to go out and execute. So we'll see what the uh, what the halftime adjustments were there. But I think really it just comes down to execution here. Yeah. The other thing is both teams are going to be stay away from third down. Auburn 2 of 10 in third downs. Ramsey, on the other hand, is 1 of 7. About ready for action here in the second half. 
good thing. As Auburn will have their three returners back. Inside, they're, they're all in the front part of the 10-yard line. Big hop, and jumping on that one and taking it is number 14, Charlie Ward, in Auburn High School will take over at about the 30 – tell you what, the officials have no idea where to mark it. They'll put it at the 35, 34-yard line, that's where Auburn will take over. So Auburn takes over at their own 34-yard line to start this one. Let's see what Auburn High School has in store for the Ramsey defense. Henry Allen in the game. Twin receivers to the left. Solo receiver to the right. Griffin McLean attaches the tight end to the right side. On now, McLean will shift. Inside give to Omar. Omar, positive yards across the 40. Carrying defenders across the 41 to the 42, 43-yard line. Gain of about... Nine on the play. Tigers quickly sub. And they will go with their two tight end, three tight end look here on third down, on second down and one. Inside give to Omar. Puts his foot in the ground. Into the open field. 30, 20, 10. Wave bye-bye to Omar Mapson. A 57-yard touchdown run for the sophomore. Tigers lead 9-7. Get a hat on a hat and let something good happen. That was my boy at halftime, Scott. Omar Mapson, he was averaging the most by any Auburn running back there in the first half. He's only averaging about 3.8 yards to carry. That time he finds a hole, boy, this Auburn offensive line. In those first two plays, they've looked a whole lot better here. They've been able to scheme it, get a hat on a hat like you're talking about, and he's into the end zone. Perfect run by there by the Auburn Tigers. You said it in the first half. It felt like that Auburn backs were an arm tackle away. Yeah. There's your arm tackle away. Townsend Magoo on to attempt the PAT. Kick is up, and that kick is good. 11-27 left to go here in the third quarter. Just like that, and of a blink of an eye, the Tigers now lead 10-7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customers' satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94-3. Now that's classic. Great start here in this half as Omar Mapson does all the work. Auburn took over at their own 34-yard line. He went all of it. He went all 64 yards for the touchdown there, and Tigers now lead 10-7. Towns Magoo will approach. He'll send that one away, and that's the Towns we're used to. About three, four yards deep, and Ramsey will take over at the 20-yard line. 10-7, Tigers lead. Like you mentioned, Scott, pretty quick drive, 64 yards. Omar Maps, and, of course, 57-yard touchdown run there. Not a whole lot to it. Just give the ball to 29, get a hat on a hat, and let him go. Now, we'll see what Ramsey wants to do. First time we've seen kind of this 11 personnel package with an up back. Keenan in the gun. Ashford next to him. 
Claps the hands in the pistol, wants a quick throw. Pete Davis there in, in phase, stride for stride, incomplete, second and ten coming. That's well done by Pete, just able to kind of get in front of the receiver, not allow a whole lot of separation. And that's what you want to see, no positive yardage on first down. Boy, that will really help. Second down and ten coming for the Rams. They will stay 11 personnel. Auburn will press on the outside. Clap the hands and an inside give. Tigers set the edge well, and the linebackers come up and make the play. Long distance coming, third down and about 10. Well, and now you're a stop away here on this down of really starting to try and turn this momentum back around to you. You've already done it with the big run by Omar. Now you're trying to get the lead with the ball back. Well, if Auburn's going to key on him, we'll key on him as well. Number five, Tremel Washington goes to the slot to the right with an up back as well. Looks like it's almost kind of be max protection up front. Keenan has it. High snap drops back, wants the fade, now being pressured, and Tigers throw it away. It's going to be close to grounding as there is an Auburn player down. It's Caleb Pitts. Yeah. And he is holding his left shoulder. We'll take this break with him, and we'll be back. 10.38 left to go here. Tigers get a stop, but they have a player down. We'll be back. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 10-7 Tigers lead, and now they have a stop. They're stacked the line. Low snap, and Ramsey just able to get away with it, and it's going to be a flag, and we'll see if Auburn got a hand on it. If not, this might end up being another roughing penalty. And if so, this is how Ramsey got their first touchdown. See what the variety is here we're going to get. Personal foul. Personal foul. Second time, fourth down and distance, and Auburn runs into the punter. Or, sorry, Auburn roughs the punter. And last time, it was followed by a 64-yard touchdown. This time, we'll see what happens. Auburn needs to go in and, and get a stop here. Just something you just can't do. You, you get off the field now for the second time tonight, and you give it back over to this, this offense that we do know has a good bit of playmakers on it. Three receivers to the right. Auburn showing blitz. Keenan steps up. Tigers get him. Pressure made right up the middle and coming through and cleaning it up. Sophomore Cam Creighton 
gets the cleanup. Auburn had a linebacker shoot through. I think it was Wyatt Trexler. Creighton cleans it up for the sack. And Auburn gets a big loss on first down and 10 for Cam. That is sack number one of his Auburn high school career. And coming at a really nice time here. Clutch moment here, about 10 minutes left to go in the third. But Auburn trying to get back off the field now after that roughing the kicker penalty. Tigers showing pressure once again. Keenan will have it rolling out right. With once his second receiver, and that's a heck of a what catch. A catch. That is a heck of a catch made there by number seven coming through it, Kristen Stinson. It was a flood concept, and actually Keenan goes to the second level. It's going to be a third down and about three, maybe four, and Ramsey trying to go fast here. They've done this a couple of times on third down. Outside zone, Keenan keeps it for the first time here tonight. He starts his slide before the first down, and they're going to call it for a first down because the official on the near side doesn't know how to spot a football first down. <laughs> yes, and there's a hold over here on this left tackle, number 58. Deuce White getting held around the around the shoulder pad. And Keenan also sliding short. Goodness. Inside give. Tigers jump all over it. That's Ashton White gets to him. Unfortunately, he was to him three yards behind the line of scrimmage and then got carried to a yard beyond the line of scrimmage. Gain of one on the play, second down and nine. Again, good pursuit by the Auburn defense there. They continue to do so, just you can't quite get off the field in some of these money downs. Well, the defense can. Seems like special teams can't. Three receivers to the near side. Keenan in the gun. Creighton stands up looking to add some pressure. Here comes an inside give, and Auburn overruns it. Broken tackle into the open field. Mike Gunn able to get in there and make the tackle. Also stepping in there was Davis Smith, the outside or the backer, Overruns the play and and going fast is is uh, Ramsey. Auburn needs to make sure they get off the field. Ashton White able to do so. First down yardage at the Auburn 35-yard line. Ramsey in the gun. Wants to slant over the middle. Has Washington. And then he is going to break two to three tackles and get tackled after a gain of about 12. And here's those Ramsey athletes that are starting to, to really take over on this drive. That's two plays now where the they popped one. Tempo. Yep. And Auburn trying to sub to get people on, and they're not communicating well. Looks like they do get people. They want to fade out. Pete Davis there finds the ball, and it's going to be called for a P.I. as he got grabby there at the end. Trying to look down there. Looked like he got his head around. I didn't. Doesn't I matter. Didn't he held the heck it. out of him. I didn't see it. Okay. Also, Auburn is tired. The tempo has gotten to Auburn here for Ramsey. And also, once again, roughing the pit, rough, roughing the punter yeah. leads to this. Well, now if you're the Auburn defense, a win here is getting off the field with a Ramsey field goal. I don't you think they're attempting a field goal here. <laughs> I, I I saw the extra point. I'm just telling you this feels like four-down territory Maybe not here. the kicking type. Ramsey gets inside the Byron Smokehouse Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Two-by-two two set here. Tigers trying to load the box a little bit. Keenan, or Keenan has it, wants a little flare out. Tigers got to surround him, and they finally do. However, once again, the Balls ball out. comes out. Balls out. Whoa, 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 whoa. We'll see if it's actually called out. There's a stop on Balls the play. Out. They're going to give it. 
Ball is out, and Auburn recovers the ball, and they will mark it at the five-yard line going in. Did not see who was able to get a hand on it. What I did see is the back was able to carry a bunch of Auburn defenders. Give the Auburn defenders credit, though. They were then able to get their hands in and rip it out and then jump on the ball. And, heck, Auburn gets a call, and you mentioned hold for the win is a hold for a field goal attempt. When's the turnover? Oh, great job by the defense going out there. I think I stole your thunder there a little bit. <laughs> I just I wanted to see what was going on, and then I get the rain. The ball's out. Tigers now have it at their own five-yard line. Henry Allen will have it, and I don't know if that was a mess up on the exchange, and he ends up running up the middle for a gain of one on the play. Uh, it looks like some miscommunication between him and Flakes. Worst field position of the day for the Tigers. With that said, Auburn will take it because it means no points. Cody Palmer checks out. Be really big for the Auburn offense to be able to move this down the field. At the very least, get better field position for your defense on the next drive. Blakes lines up next to Henry Allen. It's outside zone to the left, and Auburn doesn't block it great. Going to be a loss of one on the play, and it's going to be a gain, uh, and it's going to be a loss of one. Second now, a third down and nine coming. Two quick runs by Henry Allen here. Auburn trying to kind of loosen up that inside of the of the line of scrimmage there. Just not a whole lot from this Ramsey defensive line. See if Auburn chooses to go safe here, or do they go to the air, try to pick this up? Run the ball. Six and a half left to go here. Tigers lead 10-7. Or if you're going to throw it, I would say take a shot with Ian Nation outside on a one-on-one. -on -one. Play action, looking down the middle of the field, has his receiver. Griffin McLean breaks a tackle into the open. 35, 40, 45, 50, carrying some people. Along as he goes, the tight end marked down to the 45-yard line. Tigers with a big play. In the words of Chris Berman, he's rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. If there was ever a rumbling, stumbling, bumbling on this game, it was that one. Gain of 48 on the play. God, how big is that? You now flip the field at the very least. You're in town's Magoo range even if you need to get on the board there. Boy, if you're Auburn, keep punching here. Outside zone to Flakes. Flakes patient. Now breaks open. He's going to get five, maybe six on the play. And Auburn doing a better job of getting the hat on the hat and driving and, and giving your backs an opportunity. They'll mark it with a gain of six on the play. Second down and four. Really interesting. Looked like almost the whole field thought he was down, and Flakes just keeps running over there on the left side. Allen goes no play. Now we'll call out to the line what they want. Flakes still to the left of him behind the stack. Look, give up the middle. Flakes running hard. will get pushed back right at the first down marker. It's going to be a gain of three on second and four, third and one coming. Got to think if Auburn picks up a yard here, but doesn't, I think they're probably going to line up and go for it. Then it's a yard and a half that yeah. Auburn needs for first down. Coming into the game, Omar Mapson. They'll also will split out Gibby Gibson Lothridge. Give to Omar, and you know what? You're not going to have to think about it when when four people come flying through and setting up a fourth down and about seven. Allen gives that one off on the sweep to Omar on the left side, and 
I don't know. I, I didn't see this this right side defensive end down here, but it looked to me like Allen may have had a chance to, to keep that one and get some yardage up the middle. I no. Um, uh, Ramsey brought three linebackers, and um, yeah, it was it was a, a stuffing. With that said, the ball is going to be placed at the forty nine yard field goal. 59 or 49 yard line 59 yard field goal attempt coming here for towns magoo he missed from 57 that one is long enough and that one is good, good and it would God. have been good from 65 59 yard field goal towns magoo drills it 13-7 tigers lead we'll be back in 30 seconds here in the third quarter you're listening to the auburn high school sports network presented by the orthopedic clinic my joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94 3. 13-7 Tigers lead the reason that we have been talking about Towns Magoo and his big leg. And then all, he, he was short on the 57-yarder. And the reason that was such a surprise is because what we just saw on the 59-yarder, that would have been good from 65, maybe more. Coach said you get across the 50, he's comfortable putting him in. Ball was point. Spotted at the 49-yard line and drilled through the uprights for a 59-yard field goal. It was 59. It was not 58. Ball was not at the 43. 43 plus 17, 59. The, I'm saying the ball was spotted down oh, at the 49-yard oh, line. I thought you meant ball. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Well, as we argue about nothing, that <laughs> ball's kicked out of the end zone. It's a touchback, and Ramsey will take over at their own 20 once again. Huddle, which we haven't seen, looks like kind of that Gus Malzahn muddle huddle. Looking for Washington, he's in the slot off to the right or the left of the defense, the right of the uh, of the offense. Here he comes in motion, and it's just a – it was a hands-off. It's a reverse – it's a reverse – it's a throwback screen trying to get it to Washington. They had Lyman downfield, but he's – Washington has it in to the open field, and Auburn is able – Deuce White is able to get down to him. Auburn almost blew that up two to three different times, and then it was a great play design and a great job of not panicking there by the Ramsey Rams, and that ball is – You know exactly what he's hot about. That's a double forward pass. The ball was tipped forward to Washington, yeah. and then they threw it forward on the screen. That's a double, pass a double pass and missed by this staff. And the Auburn coaching staff has a reason to be hot. We'll be back in 30 seconds. A missed call cost Auburn big yards. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. 
Russell do it center and building supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumber yard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell do it center and building supply. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings 94-3. It's not going to make Auburn feel better, but that when they when they turn that play into the state and they're going to get – well, you're right, Coach. Unfortunately, that doesn't take back the massive gain that we just saw. Inside give, and Auburn smashes the running back, gain of one on the play. Yeah, if you go back to that play, and I think you're right, Scott, you, were, you talked about it over the break, you and I did. It looked like that first pass was kind of a touch pass right. forward. Take away the look. It was. <laughs> it was a touch pass It was forward. a pop pass into a reverse, into a throw forward screen. Yeah. Gain of one on the play, second down and nine. And it ends up being a gain of about 40 yards. Outside zone here trying to get the ball to, to their back, Ashford. And Auburn gets to him. Unfortunately, Auburn's not able to get the tackle on first contact. Gain of about Four on the play, third down and five coming. Yeah, Auburn had him there for it looked like a, a very minimal gain, but he's able to squirt through the hole, set up a third and manageable here. Well, that time Cam Creighton, who's made some good plays, he is light. And he is a sophomore, only about 150 pounds. They ran outside zone right at him, trying to, to run the ball right at him and wear him out. He does a decent job of setting the edge, but a nice job there by the running back, Ashford, to get what he can. Third down and about four here. Two down territory, inside give, first down yardage. Actually, depends on the spot. Looks wow. like they're going to give Auburn the benefit of the doubt. They're short of it, fourth down and one coming. And now Keenan wants to go quick on fourth and one here. We'll see what it, it, it is, fourth down and one. Three receivers to the near side. Keenan has it, handoff up the middle, first down. And then some across the 20 to the 18. Gain of three on fourth and one. First down and 10, Ramsey. Tigers lead 13 to seven here. 2.27 left to go in the third quarter as Ramsey has found something they like here on offense. Yeah, just a couple plays in a row. It's like that inside zone that they're running up the middle. Well, more so, the last time they had the ball, they were able to move the ball down the field. The turnover helped kill that. And then they get the big play um, to, to help set themselves up now. First down to 10 at the Auburn 18-yard line. Keenan has it, drops back. Auburn bringing pressure. Keenan throws it. Picked at the 8-yard line. Mike Gunn with his first career pick. Comes up with it, and he goes down, making sure that's not a cramp. He is a little bit limping. May be a, a cramp. Pressure forces Keenan to flush. He tries to throw it away. Mike Gunn climbs the ladder, comes up with the interception. The Tigers with their second red zone turnover in as many drives will take over first and ten at their own seven-yard line. Two huge plays by this defense in the game. First, you get the, the fumble on the last possession, and there it's the pressure that forces the bad throw. Mike Gunn is able to go up and pick that off. Boy, how big is that down here? In the red zone, you get two straight turnovers. Now a minute 54 left to go in the third. You got it. Tigers have it up 13-7 to once again inside their own 10-yard line. Allen in the gun, 
will hand it off to Omar. Omar gets hit at the line of scrimmage and pushed back. No gain on the play. So we came out, and Auburn was able to run the ball well, have some success, get a hat on a hat. Auburn is not getting a hat on a hat here in the last couple of drives. Yeah. Yeah, they're able to get the big play last drive with Griffin McLean there who kind of took it up the left sideline, but, yeah, didn't really move it a whole lot after well, he that. He took the ball right – I mean, he, he he had the ball completed right over the middle of the field and then went down that far sideline on a, on a third and nine on a big play. Allen in the gun. Quarterback sweep to the left. Auburn has numbers. And Omar with a pancake. Henry Allen with a first down cuts back, and he runs right smack dab into Jamarcus Jones. First down yardage, and then some out to about the 24-yard line, gain of 17 for Henry Allen. Great blocking on the left side of the line down there. Good block out there by Ian Nation as well. He's able to spring Allen. He's able to get a couple of yards, put that shoulder down, and get up to the 24. 108 left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers lead 13-7. to Allen goes hard count, and three players jump off sides. Five-yard penalty, first down and five coming. And I know it was the pass to Griffin McLean last time, but now this is twice now where your offense has been backed up and they've gotten themselves off the goal line. That's been big for Auburn for field position purposes at, ver at the very least. Last time you go down and get the field goal, what do you do this time? Can you keep going down and get a double – go up by two scores? Outside zone, Omar. Omar, patient, finally just puts his foot in the ground and gets north and south to get what he can. And they're going to say he only got a yard on the play. Second down and about four coming. Actually, no, give him two. Second down and three. 48 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers lead 13-7. to It had been uneventful. Third quarter, Tigers with a long touchdown run. They have a long field goal as well, as well, and two turnovers forced inside the red zone. Allen to Mabson. Mabson, first down yardage, bounces it outside, bounces off of one defenders, two defenders to the 40, gain of nine on the play, first down and ten. Good hard run by Omar Mabson that time. Picks his spot to the left, able to find a crease and get up to the 40-yard line. Auburn offense moving the ball now. When Auburn gets a hat on a hat, they, they're in a good spot. The problem is... Once they get the hat on the hat, they've got to finish the block. And and when Auburn's had success, that's what they've done. And Auburn will – Auburn's in a grinded-out mode, and they're going to take their time as this will go to the fourth quarter. Auburn does not have to run another play, and Auburn will not run another play. We're in Legion Field, a home of so many Iron Bowls and so many Auburn, so many Alabama games. Put your fours up. We go to the fourth quarter. Tigers lead 13-7. to We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterbrook with Alsterbrook Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterbrook Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Four 
Seasons Federal Credit Union is offering a 7-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.64% and a 13-month CD at an annual percentage yield of 5.38%. Four Seasons Federal Credit Union is the financial institution for you. This promotion is for new deposits only with a $2,500 minimum. Membership eligibility required. Accounts are federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. Contact us for more details. Your hometown station for Auburn sports. Wings 94-3. Start of the fourth quarter. Tigers lead 13-7. They have it first and 10 at their own 40-yard line. Henry Allen has it, drops it, and fights and comes up with it. It's going to be a loss of three on the play. Second down and 13 coming. Another fumbled snap by Henry Allen tonight. Been fairly uncharacteristic, but as a fairly new quarterback in the system, you know, I mean, it's it's tough when you don't go through summer, you don't go through all of that exchanges with the center sometimes. Well, the big thing is, is he's trying to get to the exchange before he gets the ball. Yeah. Omar Mapson on outside zone to the right, and he just is running hard, gets back to the original line of scrimmage on second down and 13, brings up a third down and about 10. And, and Jack, as we have an opportunity, as Auburn tries to sub, Franklin Tyronado scoreboard, we just saw that Theodore took the lead against Opelika. Dothan took the lead against Baker. One of those good for Auburn. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily good. It's just interesting. <laughs> Henry Allen has it, and Auburn wants to throw the screen. Not there. Now he'll throw it. And, and Auburn probably got away with one. I think you could have called that one illegal man downfield. Henry Allen does a great job of not forcing that gain of four or so on the play, and Auburn will be forced to punt. Yeah, unfortunately, I think they were trying to look like they were trying no, to. No, that was a screen, screen the whole way, yeah. and the D-line sniffed it out. Then Henry Allen did a good job of not forcing that one. No. It will pick up four on the play, but either way, Auburn will have to punt now. Tyler McKinnell will be the punter. Back deep, number three, Jacob Andrews, the senior for the Rams. And something was amiss for the Rams. They will call a timeout on fourth down and six. We'll take it with them. 10-19 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead by just a touchdown and not the extra point, 13-7. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. AHS football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Auburn High will send the punt team back. I think I think Ramsey had 12 on the field. And now Auburn will go on to in their punt look. However, different punt look than what I think we've seen from on the year for Auburn. Snap to McKinnell. McKinnell wants to fake it, and he gets it away. Holy cow. He saves a disastrous play. Looked like it was a fake. Tigers wanted an out route, and not there. McKinnell, while in the grasp, ends up punting it away, 
And I don't know where they're going to mark it, but either way, it's, it is it is better than what it could have been, especially because I've complained about the, um, the spots here tonight. Auburn, more than generous on that spot. Absolutely. Yeah, that ball goes out of bounds. It, it looked like a lot further up than where it is. Going to put it at the 38, uh, Ramsey's 38-yard line. That looked like where it landed out of bounds. But not crossed. Auburn will take it. Yeah. Well, what a heads-up play by Tyler yeah, McKennell, too. Just seemed like Auburn was a little bit weird, or the formation was a little bit weird. High snap, play action, once the glance route inside, Mike Gunn all over it. Gain of one, maybe two on the play. And we'll give him a three and a half. Second down and about seven coming. Nice job there by Gunn as it was kind of an RPO with a, a glance route, which is kind of a slant but not really. And he was right in the hip pocket of the receiver and makes the tackle. Second down and about seven coming. High snap once again. Uh, wants the slant and behind Williams if he hands it off. He had to see him up the middle. Yeah. Third down and seven coming. And that is some of the issues that you can come up with when you get into the RPOs is that you see the alley and the quarterback wants to throw it, but the, but the handoff and the yards are there. Even if it doesn't pick up seven, it might pick up four to set up a third down and shorten it, and now you're looking at a third down and seven here for the Rams. Two-by-two two set here for the Rams. Keenan in the gun, has it, drops back, wants a quick throw, finds his running back who makes a nice move and gets first down yardage. Boy, Auburn has him. And it looked like in the backfield close to it. LaMichael Gunn comes up and just can't make the play. That's a great move by the running back to get around it, and he gets first down yardage. Gain of nine on third and seven for the first. Ball marked at the 50-yard line. Three receivers go to the wide side of the field. Solo receiver to the near side. He kind of moves in tight to the line of scrimmage. Keenan has it, wants the out route, and does he catch it? Yes, he does. That's a heck of a throw across the field, gain of eight on the play. Impressed with these Ramsey receivers tonight. They've made some catches in traffic, been really good so far. They'll flip the formation, does Ramsey. Three receivers to the wide side, which is now the right side of the field. Solo receiver to the left. Has it, drops back, wants it underneath, and finds his crosser, which was Washington, across the 40 to the 42 to the 43, actually the 37-yard line, excuse me, gain of five on the play, first down and 10. 8.50 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead by six, 13 to seven. Can this Auburn defense step back up for a third time and get a takeaway down here? Wants a little quick throw, high, too hot to handle, incomplete second and 10. As it was just a catch and throw there by Keenan, by Cameron Keenan, a little bit too high, incomplete. Well, really, Ramsey been going with some quick passes here, so hadn't been a whole lot of time for Auburn to really get a pass rush back there. They did have it with Wyatt Trixler on the play beforehand. Yeah, and that's that's one of the reasons you do it. Roll out to the right and incomplete. Before this third down, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Here on the Auburn Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family. WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. 
We're here joined by Jack Hudden in Legion Field in Birmingham, Alabama. Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. 8.32 left to go here in the fourth quarter of this one. Auburn High School leads Ramsey by a score of 13-7. Three-by-one set to the wide side of the field for the Rams. Keenan in the gun. He'll have it. Drops back. Auburn trying to get some pressure. Now Keenan will step up. Tigers get to him. And now they need to finish it, and they do. And it will be a, actually probably go for no gain on the play, not a sack, fourth down and ten coming. Caleb Pitts, I think, was maybe the first to get to him there. I'm not sure if he actually ended up taking him down, but I know he was on the run from him. Boy, that's a great play by the Auburn defense. Fourth and ten now, I believe. Rams, are they going to keep there, the offense you go out? for it here, yeah. yeah. Eight minutes left to go here in the fourth. Fourth down and ten. If you're Ramsey, you've had success here in the second half, but you have two massive turnovers. Three receivers to the near side. Solo receiver to the top of the formation. Tigers show blitz, and Ramsey wants to roll out. Stop throwing backside, throwing for the post in the end zone. Knocked away. Doesn't matter. Tigers ball. Better for Auburn that that was knocked away by the Ramsey receiver. Tigers get a stop. Auburn takes over now at their own 40- or 37-yard line. LaMichael Gunn back there on the coverage. Jackson Mills was coming over to help clean it up but didn't need it. Boy, that's a great job by the Auburn defense. They sn- they sniff out this run down here at about the – not the run, the route down here at about the 30-yard line, and Ramsey has to end up throwing that deep. Yep. That's a great play by the Auburn defense. Solo receiver to the right side, twin receivers to the near side of the formation. Tight end. Griffin McLean on the solo receiver side. Now he comes across on a trap block across to the 40-yard line, gain of about three on the play. This, so many variations. It's called a wham play where basically you're just letting a, a certain player, a certain defense lineman come through and your tight end's coming back on a wham block. And uh, if you want an interesting uh, take on that, listen to uh, New Heights podcast with Travis Kelsey and, and Jason Kelsey, and they talk about the wham block. And, uh, and what kind of a play that is for the tight end. Give to Ian Nation. Nation gets to the outside. Close to first down yardage. We'll see where they mark it. It's 46, 47. Getting closer and closer and closer. Second down and seven. Give them the full seven and a first down and ten. Nice play to go away from the middle that time by the Auburn offense. Ian Nation haven't seen him a whole lot involved in the run game. I, don't, I think that's his first rush on the yeah. evening, I believe. Tigers line back up. A little bit of tempo here. Ramsey does not jump off sides. And just an inside give and not a whole lot going there. No gain on the play. Second down and about 10 coming. Well, if you're Auburn, you're inching closer to that range where you think you can, you can throw in Towns Magoo. 6.42 left to go. If you can get on the board with some points here, you're up by two scores. Auburn trying to not quite put it away, but to really put the foot down here. Two-by-two two look here for the Tigers. Allen in the gun. Claps the hands. Inside give. Flakes being patient. Goes through an arm tackle across the 50 to the 49, almost the 48-yard line. Gain of about five on the play. Third down, and about six. Fourteenth third down coming on the night for the Tigers as they will huddle as the clock goes under six minutes. 
Again, two maybe. by two set here for the Tigers. She go maybe an outer, a comeback down here to McLean. No run. Go to Flakes. Flakes puts his foot in the ground, and he's going to break a couple of tackles, carry his way to the 40-yard line, and gain of eight on third and five for the first down. Big run there by Flakes. Huge run by Tyler Flakes. That keeps the drive alive. That's going to tick off a bunch more clock here. Thought Auburn was going to go to the air there, but they keep it on the ground and they pick it up. And now you're in Magoo range here. Well, the uh, the thing is, is you got to watch the wind because this was the way that you were going when he came up short on the 57-yard field goal. Tigers pick up the first down. They are now 5 of 14 on the night. And most of their success has come when it's been under 10 yards. Shocking, I know. Up the middle. And, and now as Ramsey starts to stack the box and shoot some gaps, you're an arm tackle away. Gain of two on that one, second and eight. Been impressed with Omar Mapson and Tyler Flakes. It hasn't been a whole lot of big runs. We had one big run by Omar Mapson, but it's been anywhere from about yeah. two to eight to nine yards tonight. They've run hard. It's been a grinded-out game here. And to be honest with you, if Auburn is going to make the playoffs, they're going to have to win grinded-out games. Yeah. Solo receiver to the right. Stack tight ends to the left. Henry Allen handoff to Omar. Omar patient. Now bounces it out into the open field. Lowers his head across the 30. Should have first down yardage. And he does. Impressive again by Omar Maps. It hits the hold. that does not there, so he bounces it outside to the right. He's able to get his first down yardage. Now you're at the 29-yard line. Boy, that clock still keeps ticking. Gain of nine on second down and eight for the first down. 425 and counting left to go here. Tigers lead 13-7 here in the fourth. Auburn taking their time in the, in the huddle. 13 seconds left to go. Auburn needs to go. 10 seconds left to go on the play You clock. would want to throw a pass here, right, Scott? Yep. Henry Allen in the gun, claps the hands, and it's a quarterback run right off the right side. He's very patient and lowers his head and gets what he can, which is close to the 26-yard line. Gain of about three on first and ten. Brings up a second down and seven as Auburn inches ever closer to the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. A place that Auburn has not been tonight. I was just about to say, I don't think Auburn's run a play in the Byron Smokehouse Red Zone yet. They have not. We'll see. Expect Auburn to just keep it on the ground here and, and try to run this to victory. You, I mean, that clock keeps ticking down three and a half. That's that's what the 40-second play clock will do. Inside give to Omar, and Omar runs hard, runs through the first guy, across the 25 to the 23, gain of six, which is going to bring up – or, sorry, gain of, uh, gain of about three, which is going to bring up a third down and four. And as you mentioned, that clock rolling – Ramsey calls the timeout to try to save some time. 3.07 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead by six. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. 
the Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Ball is set, ready to go here. Tigers lead 13-7 with 3.07 left to go in the fourth quarter. Third down and four coming here. Henry Allen in the gun, claps the hands, and Auburn fall starts. And to make it worse, it was the receiver. Third down and nine coming. That's a killer, and you just mentioned eight straight runs, 35 yards they grabbed, so about a little over four yards of carry there. And now they just back them up. So third and nine, we'll see what Auburn chooses to do here. You keep it on the ground again, Scott? If you throw it, it's got to be a very safe throw because you're in field goal range. And Auburn's going to run it to the left. Henry Allen puts his foot in the ground, has his first across the 20 to about the 15-yard line on third down and nine. It's Henry Allen. He calls the outside zone, and he's going to pick up right at 13 yards for the first down. And Auburn moves inside the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Nine straight runs now for the Auburn Tigers, man. By gosh, what a run by Henry Allen getting out to the left side. That's going to wind that clock even further now. And now you're thinking about, can you ice this game just with put another it, first down? Oh yeah, put it away. Tigers, you want to kind of take this down as long as you can. Inside give to Flakes. Flakes puts his foot in the ground, makes a couple of cuts, gets to the 11, maybe the 12. Second down and about six. Now, what you don't want to have down here is what Ramsey has had. Would you don't even put tonight. it into the don't even put it into the ether. I was talking. To, I was talking about a field goal because I want a touchdown. That's okay. what I was talking yeah. about. Right, because <laughs> Ramsey has attempted zero field goals on the night. <laughs> Two minutes left to go here. Shortly in the fourth quarter, what Auburn needs to make sure they do is get to zero on the play clock before you snap it. Don't don't leave time on there. As we have moved under two minutes, Henry Allen in the, in the gun. Inside handoff to Omar Maps and Omar Maps and patient across the 10 to the eight. Gain of about three, third down and about three coming. Ramsey will call their third and final timeout with 144 left to go here in the fourth quarter and a third down and three staring at the Auburn High School Tigers. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Unofficially, Omar Mavson goes over 100 yards for the second straight week. He had, I think, 12 for 100 last week and then right at 100 here tonight as well. Third down and three coming. 16th third down for the Tigers coming here tonight. Henry Allen has it. It's a give. Omar bounces it outside, runs hard. It's going to be close enough that you think about it. Gain of two here, fourth down and one coming. 
Yeah, decision time for Auburn. Ramsey out of timeout, so this Al clock's going to tick. Auburn has all three. I think if you're Auburn, you let this one roll. Actually, they're not going to – I thought he was ended up a yard short. They're going to say he didn't really get anything on that play, fourth down and about two. If you're Auburn, you let this one roll all the way down inside of a minute, call your timeout and figure out if you want to go for it. You've already been stopped on a fourth down and short, or do you want to kick your field goal and try to go up by nine points? One minute left to go right now, and they will be able to run it down to 55. There's your timeout. They even get it to 54 before the play clock expires. Auburn calls a timeout. We'll take it with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds to see what Auburn decides to do on fourth down and two. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-T-I-X-S. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Auburn will attempt a field goal. The ball will be put at about the 14-yard line and pretty much dead center of the field. A 24-yard field goal coming here for Towns Magoo. And Ramsey's in an all-out block. Towns taking his time. Snap, kick. And if it's all sides, that's a first down, and this game is over. All sides, encroachment on Ramsey. Auburn will be able to run this thing out, and that should be your ball game. Tigers come on the road and in a gutty, gutty, gutty game, find a way to get a victory. They force some turnovers, they get some big plays, and they're going to escape Legion Field and the gray old lady with a victory. And they did it by running the football at the end. 12 straight runs for 55 total yards. Omar Mabson picking up the majority of those. Henry Allen with a huge run on a third and eight earlier pick up 13 and get your first down. What, like you say, what a gutty performance by Auburn. Tigers will have to take two knees. And Allen will have it. He'll take the knee. And Auburn will have to do it one more time. And Auburn will escape Legion Field with a 13-7 defensive fight here in Legion Field. In a stadium that was opened in 1927, a game that was resembled something from 1927. Auburn High is going to walk out of Legion Field with a victory and go to 5-1 and one on the year. A heck of a game between these two teams as both teams will look to make noise into the playoffs. The Tigers still have – they still got some ways to go to find a way into the playoffs next week is a massive, massive football game at Opelika. If Auburn's able to win that one, now you're starting to say, all right, this is the path to a playoff victory, maybe even a region championship. Ramsey last year, they lost to Parker, lost to Auburn, went on to win a state championship. 
they still have a lot of bright days ahead of them. When we come back, we'll have the post-game show. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. September is National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Troy Bank & Trust is inviting you to go gold with us by participating in our annual Banking on a Cure Blood Drive. We do this in memory and in honor of all the brave children and their families who have fought and continue to fight this disease. This year's Banking on a Cure Blood Drive will be held Friday, September 29th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at our Tigertown location, 2701 Frederick Road, Suite 101 in Opelika. Look for the Life South Bloodmobile. Just one donation can save up to three lives. Go gold with us. We're Banking on a Cure. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Now back to the stadium for the Southern Union Post Game Show, recapping tonight's Auburn High game on Wings 94-3. Welcome back to Legion Field. Tigers escape with a 13-7 victory over the Ramsey Rams. This is the Southern Union State Community College Post Game Show, presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu. Tigers get a big run to match uh, Ramsey's big pass and run in the first half and a couple of big-time kicks from Towns Magoo, including a 59-yard field goal to win this one by a score of 13-7 and also get a couple of big turnovers inside the red zone. There's your difference in the game. Yeah, I thought that was the story of the night. Of course, you get the big plays that score the touchdowns for each team, but then the Auburn defense comes up huge in the red zone, like you mentioned, twice, and then they get the stop down here to our right as uh, LaMichael Gunn makes the pass break up. thought it was an excellently played game on defense by the Auburn Tigers outside of that first drive, and I think that's going to have to be how they win games moving forward, Scott. Yep, Auburn's going to have to find a way to win games kind of quote-unquote ugly. Uh, they're going to have to find a way to grind games out until they can get their offense squared away. And, hey, you know what? You're getting closer. You, you hit some big passes today, and uh, and it's a, it's a step in the right direction as you look towards next week in that massive showdown in Opelika where win can really put you in a really good spot to make the playoffs and a loss still makes the, your path to the to the playoffs kind of murky because of that enterprise loss when Auburn gave that one away 
by a score of 17 to 16. On the other side of this break, we'll have a look at some stats and some scores. This is a Southern Union State Community College postgame show presented by Southern Union State Community College on the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 1907. Auburn had no paved roads, no local newspaper, a few automobiles, very little electricity or indoor plumbing, and one bank, Auburn Bank. For all these years, we've had a part in shaping and serving Auburn, Opelika, and East Alabama, a steadfast partner to our customers, meeting financial needs at just the right times. How do we know our community so well? Because we've grown up together. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is Auburn's hometown home center. With top brands and an easy-to-use drive through lumberyard, we have what you need to get the job done. Russell Building Supply, East University Drive in Auburn. Become a Russell Rewardsman. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. The post-game show continues. Brought to you by Southern Union State Community College. On your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. This is the Southern Union State Community College post-game show. Presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu for more. Scott Bagel here, joined by Jack Hudden. And Jack... Give me some stats and some scores. Yeah, man, so just looking at the total yardage for each team. So it looks like Auburn actually wins the day on the offensive category. It looked like Ramsey had some drives going there. Auburn gains 273 total yards, 175 of those on the ground, 76 through the air. Ramsey on the other end, 188 total yards. I don't think that number is right. I had four rushing yards. No, 32 rushing yards total, 156 passing yards for the Rams tonight. For the Auburn offense, it was really Omar Mabson who had the most eye-popping number, 16 attempts, 105 yards, and a touchdown on the night. Henry Allen goes 6 of 10 for 76 yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. But I'll tell you what, he managed the game really well. He ran the ball very well there towards the end of the game. I thought this Auburn team really, like you mentioned, won that ground and pound game. 
grinded it out tonight for the victory. Very quick look around the region on the Franklin Tire and Auto scoreboard. It's final down in Baker. Dothan a winner in that one, 35-14. to 14. We were keeping an eye on that one as that tiebreaker may come into question down the stretch. You want to have as many balls in your corner. Looks like Dothan does get the win there over Baker. Prattville over Stanhope. Elmore in the fourth quarter, 28-20. to 20. Ben Russell over Smith Station, 34-15. to 15. Then elsewhere, you've got Daphne over Spanish Fort, 27 to 21. How about this? Theodore on top of Opelika, 16 to 10. That one in the fourth quarter. It's also gone final in Hoover, Mountain Brook, 27, Hoover, 17. No, no, no. It's 34 24, Mountain Brook. 34 24, excuse me. That's the last one we had. Okay. 34 24, Mountain Brook over Hoover, 1 and 5. Hoover going to fall to, I'm assuming that's not final quite yet. It is final. It is final. So there you go. Hoover falls to 1 and 5 on the season. Not a very good mark for the Auburn Tigers, but. Like you said, you win and you're in from here on out. Yeah, that's the thing with Auburn is you you got to look at tiebreakers because you have to. But at the end of the day, if Auburn gets a win, if Auburn wins out, Auburn wins the region. But that's the other thing that Auburn needs to remember is Auburn wins out, they win the region. You win next week, you put yourself in a great spot to make the playoffs. Um, you know, you just got to go take care of business, got to find a way to gut out wins and see what happens from there. And also it feels like we have found out there's always a, a couple of unforeseen twists and turns. Is Enterprise going to pull off another upset? Is Prattville going to turn off an upset? Is, you know, Dothan going to go pull off yeah. an upset? Who knows? That's why they play the games. So Auburn's got to go out there and just, you know, play the game. Whatever happens, happens. That's the only thing you can't control. Yeah, last we saw it was 2.41 left to go, Theodore with a 16-10 win, or 16-10 lead, rather. Uh, no, it has gone final. Theodore beats Opelika 16-10 wow. um, as as uh, Opelika goes on the road and falls to 3-3. Three three. Three. Uh, and now, so Auburn will go get a, a, a mad Opelika team at Bulldog Stadium tomorrow, or not tomorrow, next week. It's going to be a great one, and join us there for all the action. Next broadcast right here on the Auburn Sports Networks will be next Friday night at Opelika, airtime 630 on Wings 94.3, wingsfm.com, and the Wings 94.3 app kickoff at 7. Be sure to tune in to ESPN's 106.7 on the line with Jacob Goins every Thursday at 3 on game weeks to hear Coach Etheridge talk about this one and the next game. Auburn High School football is produced by Jack Hood, and he's also the color analyst here tonight. Our studio engineer is Sam Boyd. I am Scott Bagwell. Until next time, have a good night, and go Tigers. Football on Wings 94.3 has been presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Goosh Performing Arts Center. Thanks for listening to your hometown station for Auburn Sports, Wings 94.3.